It is jobbing out the payback preview edition. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course the main event. Vint, Vint, AJ Francis of the Seattle Seahawks. Vint. Is this uh, what is this sixty? Are we at sixty? No, it's 59. 59. 59. 59. The Dan, the, the Ellerby edition. Look at you. Boy, you know your 2012 Baltimore Ravens. Well, I also (laughs) played with Danell in Miami and he. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. He wore 59 there too. That's a good point. All right. Uh, happy to have you guys on board as we get you ready for payback this Sunday. We're going to be hanging out for payback. We're returning finally to uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood in Dundalk on uh, Sunday night where for some reason AJ thinks that I'm paying. Not really sure where that came from. I paid from. last time. It's only no, fair. we all paid for ourselves last that time. That is not a factual statement. No, you tried to give everybody, you tried to give them your card, and I said, hey, bro, we'll all pay. It's cool. And then uh, we split up the check. Uh, well, you have a different definition of split up. Then we legitimately split up the check. I know I put in like 35 bucks. Hogwash. Well, that's not. Aaron, did you pay I, last I time? I definitely paid. We all paid. Cash. Trash. And when I was out with you on Saturday night, we I paid for my own uh, uh, drinks. Barely. That's not true. What do you mean, Barely. When you left, there were some extra drinks that were still late. I had. I can tell you exactly what I had. I I'm had just saying Sam I Summer Ales. for people's drinks. Well, that might be true, but they weren't mine. And I don't have a problem doing that. Just, you know. I paid for my own. I had three Sam Summer Ales, one of which I believe was purchased by the uh, owner of the establishment. Yes, it was. Shout and out, John. I, and I had uh, the Reese's Cheesecake, which, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, your boy got the Reese's Cheesecake. He plotted down in front of him. I said, what is that? <laughs> And the waiter said, that's the Reese's Cheesecake. I said, you better go back there and pull out another one of those. Yeah. Did, did you get any of I the, got the red wrestling uh, specialty drinks? He, uh, AJ did get some wrestling specialty drinks, yes. did you not? I had the Showstopper, which was pretty good. I had the Rock Bottom, which was my favorite. I was going to say, the Rock Stunner. Bottom looked the like... The Stone Cold Stunner The Rock good. Bottom did look good, though. The Stone Cold Stunner was good. Um... Those are the three wrestling drinks. Well, we'll be back there on Sunday night for Payback and... Um, you know, I, if you've never gone and hung out, like we're going to do trivia on Sunday night as well. The good news is that uh, John Minadakis, Johnny Crabcakes, the owner of Jimmy's Famous Seafood, who rigged the contest so that his t- own team would win the last time we played, correct? he is unavailable this Sunday night. Yes. Oh. He is going to be making an early appearance, but then he has to duck out because Jimmy's is up for Restaurant of the Year. And ah. so he's got to attend that ceremony on Sunday night. So he Sunday can't night. rig it again this So year. he cannot rig it for him to win. At least. But he can rig it for us to win. He could rig it for us to win. Did you get on that, by the way? I'll try to make that happen. But wrestling trivia on Sunday. They always have great prizes. Tickets to Raw, tickets to MCW, things along those lines. So encourage. Uh, By the way, MCW now officially MCW. Yes, MCW Pro Wrestling. Yeah, no longer Maryland Championship Wrestling. Now MCW Pro Wrestling is they're going to try to expand a little bit. Yeah, a lot lot of the local regionals are starting to try to branch out. Lancaster Championship Wrestling became Keystone Pro Wrestling. So... There, there's a battle over Yeah, you're trying to get some right other areas. Right? Yeah. I understand that. Um, but that'll be Sunday night at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. We're looking forward to that. And we'll make our payback picks a little bit later on the show. We don't have a celebrity guest picker this week. That's my fault. I didn't. I scheduled poorly with Gary Barnage from the Browns, so we'll do that another time. Um, but if there's no celebrity guest picker, that means we can actually have... A true... You want there to be a true loser. I want you want loser. somebody to pay. Well, you know the past two times who the loser would have which been. Which is why... Yeah, right? Yeah, how did he rig this that when he would have been the loser, he had no penalty to pay, but now that it might be us... It's not us, my fault that we had bad pickers. I mean, we did pick... We had... Well, one of them was somebody who knew nothing about wrestling, and yet you still nearly lost to him. It was close. It came down in the last match, and you nearly shout lost out, to our buddy Patrick. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, the last time I was a bit disappointed in Tori and his mother or his grandmother's performance. Call your kid, have him pick the uh, 
Oh, I could have my kid make picks. I could, but I'd like to put her on the show. I could call my wife at work, but she's actually working. Believe it or not, she she has a job and whatnot. Yeah, well, somebody's got to. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I'm fine with that. We can just have a true loser this time around. So what is the penance going to be? I think. Yeah, you always I, I wanted mean, to be. AJ always wants to be something physical. physical. Yeah, it's yeah. always that way with AJ. If we let AJ finish this sentence, it's going to involve us getting pounded. Okay, all right, not physical. How about the, I like embarrassment? How about the, okay, I, I, I'm more. And, I'm more of a, a put your money where your mouth is kind of guy. Well, that's because you have more money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that who loser pays the tab. tab. I think not just pays. Uh, no, nah, not pays the tab. I think the loser should have to pay for lunch until the next pay per view. Okay. Huh. I'm in on that. That's fine. Okay. I think I was actually. We get lunch every time wait, we come. Hang on. I do agree with and that. But I, I, what if we all? Is there like some sort of like T-shirt that we would all want or gear that like we could buy for everybody that would be fun? Is that like could we all get a Bootios box? I already have one. Oh, of course. Of course, you already have <laughs> That's one. That's the problem. He, he has everything. Yeah, right. He already has except everything for, he wants. Those new shirts. What about socks? I have. He those has those. Socks. God damn it. Yeah. I don't have the. Yeah, I, I, want, I want all these things. What do you want? Yeah, but they were all sold out. Not when I, uh, apparently not, because I got a pair. Oh, that's right. You did get the the one pair of, <laughs> of uh, New Day face socks or whatever. There's nothing you want. I mean, we can do New Day face socks. We'll again. we'll come up. You know a what, guys? E- email us, tweet us. No, out. no, no. I want to come do. up. We want to okay. establish it right now, so we all know right. what the penalty is. I think that the other thing I'll say is I think more people are interested in if it involves like they like the idea of us being embarrassed. They like that. Whereas us paying money for something doesn't really affect anybody that's listening to the show. And I do like the engagement that we've had from people who are paying attention and like tweeting us on Sunday night and being like, oh, my God, you're in trouble. And I feel like they care more because they know that one of us could end up being embarrassed on Twitter that week. And that's a good thing for them. You know what I mean? Okay. I think, How about loser gets tar and feathered? Is that well, that's <laughs> maybe a step beyond oh, okay. what we're that's going a, for, that's right? too far? I think if AJ loses, he's not allowed to wear sunglasses for a month. No, I I told you I wear my sunglasses when it's pick day because I need <laughs> you, to be in main event form. You do need to be in main event form. All right, so what's something we can do that's embarrassing? Hmm. Hmm. Lo- loser gets stink-faced? Oh, my God. By who? By both the winners. Oh my God! You got to go into that corner of the room oh. and allow the other two of us to literally rub our—not bare asses, but rub our asses in your face. I'm down. Stink faced. I mean, it's terribly embarrassing. That—that's. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What if two people finish? They both lose, and it's just the winner that stink faces both of them. That is equally as terrible. That's. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you. Aaron's it, the only it, one that seems to be completely against. I, I think mean, it's. I mean. Look, I, it sucks. Nobody I, wants it. Like, I, I almost like the idea of something embarrassing that doesn't completely suck. You know, like, well, wait, 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 wait a second. Then what's the point? <laughs> I mean, come on. The, the the whole Brie Bella thing. That was embarrassing. It didn't completely suck. Well, I mean, it was going to be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Come on. What's wrong right, with this? That's fine. All right, I mean, stink face. Stink right. face it is. We're, I'm not going to, we're not talking about bare assed. They're in a thong like Rikishi. Oh, I have, oh, I hope you know if I win. I'm you're coming in a thong? <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? So so AJ. Well, I, I don't know if that's more embarrassing for us. <laughs> yeah, right. That's more painful to yeah, the loser, yeah. but it might be more embarrassing All right. I'll, I'll, I'll live All with right. that. All, All right. right. That's what's going Done. on. Now, Deal. Very good. Now, uh, let's start this segment before we get into our picks. And also uh, later in the show. Oh, I have to let everyone know, too. Yes. Um, at 12.57, uh-huh. which is 22 minutes from now, okay. we're still recording. Uh-huh. 
my phone will go off. Well, you have going on at 12.57. Well, I have to buy Drake and Future tickets. <laughs> I have to. Are you going to be home for that show? Uh, no, I'm buying the tickets Oh, in Seattle. Seattle. All right, very good. So, right. just so we're all clear, if you hear a loud ring yeah, and AJ disappears AJ needs tickets. for a little while, I all need right. to get these tickets. Uh, we will be talking to Drew Galloway later on in today's TNA show. TNA, world champion. Um, very interesting what's been going on in TNA recently. But also, more importantly, Drew Galloway will be here. In our neck of the woods mm-hmm. for Evolve's show coming up on May 6th. Hell of a show. That oh my God. Top to bottom. You know, I, I, I'm always the guy who's raving about the indie shows and trying to drag you out to it. Top to bottom, this might be one of the best I, no, I think I'm in for this to. one. I think I will be there for Evolve. I don't, I don't know of any reason why I can't. Like, every match looks very, very good on this card. Um, I know you're really excited about uh, your boy Zack Sabre taking on Chris Hero. Zack Sabre, Hero. You got the four guys involved in the Global Cruiserweight Series, Gulak and Tracy Williams, against TJP and Fred Yehi, who the next night they'll be competing against each other. For a right to do the WWE's Global yeah, Cruiserweight right. Series. You got Matt Riddle on the card. You got the Evolve. Matt Riddle, for those that don't know, former UFC fighter Matt Riddle is going to be uh, taking on Anthony Nice. Who's one of the top Northeastern indie guys. He's really, really good. I've seen him at MCW. I saw him out in Dallas. He's very, very good. Johnny Gargano is on the card yep. and uh, Ring of Honor's own. You MCW. mean Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling, Wrestling yes. yep. Okay. And Ring of Honor's own, and the pride of MCW, Leo Rush, Leo is Rush on the card there, as well. As well as the so. Evolve debut of uh, Shakara's Devastation Corporation, who are guys who I think WWE is going to be looking hard at because they are huge and they are athletic. It is a huge card, May 6th at the MCW Arena in Joppa for Evolve, and uh, we're going to talk to Drew Galloway about it a little bit later on. A couple of things that happened this week. We're not going to do a quick count this week, so we want to touch on a few things that happened here at the top of the show. Obviously, we started with China's music. Unfortunately, yeah, last week was kind of um just like the worst week ever. A shitty week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just the worst week ever. And obviously, for those of you like uh, I don't even know, Aaron, are you like an obsessed Prince fan? But I'm not an obsessed, but See, I love I, Prince. I, I, I truly, I truly believed fan. he is the Prince best is just, musician on yeah. the planet. Prince yeah. is just the greatest man. He yeah. redefined what masculinity was. Correct. Correct. And just his music from Little Red Corvette, Purple Rain, you got Party Like 1999. It's you funny, we were I talking about your that. Lover with his cry, his hit 30th biggest hit. hit would have been the greatest song ever for just about anyone else. Yes. For, correct. Yes. Um, I, w- I went through a phase in my life where I was utterly Prince obsessed, like completely Prince obsessed. Like people hated me because I was so Prince obsessed. Um, it sucked, it sucked, it sucked, it sucked. And it still sucks today just to think about it. You know what I mean? Like I just can't believe that. Uh, the other awful news we got last week, of course, was the passing of uh, Joni Lore, China, uh, the ninth wonder of the world. And, it, you know, there's a lot of things that, that come to mind. It, you, you hate, like, you hated the fact, and I'll just say it, you hated the fact that when you woke up and you, you saw that, you sort of said, I'm not all that surprised. Yeah. Like, you hate that you feel that way about it. Um, because... You shouldn't feel that way about a 45 year old. Right. I mean, you just, there's no way that you should feel that way about somebody who's 45 years old, but if you just watch the way that this has gone the last few years with China and you, you know, like you, you hate, that was the first thing that yes. you felt, right? And then you felt like, God, this sucks that she never got a chance to come back. Right. Yeah. She never got and I, that. And I'm one of the few people that even though it does suck that she never got a chance to come back into the fold. That I don't blame Hunter or anyone really because well they weren't going to know that she was going to die at forty five that and right. on and top she of was that a train wreck. yeah she was she because of her as how she passed like her life wasn't in order just like Scott Hall couldn't come back until he got his life in order just like Jake the Snake couldn't come back yeah. until he got his life right. in order right like 
No, the word, and I guess the awful part about that is the word was in recent months that perhaps there was more of that coming together and that that had become more of a possibility. Um, you know, look, as far as China as a performer goes. The only female intercontinental champion. Correct. To this day, and I don't think it will ever be done again. I, I, you know, I I can't see a situation in which it would be not in, not in the current landscape. That's for sure. Just because women can't compete with men right now for for no other reason. Yeah, but that. we've always kind of talked about like I I I said in the past. You know, could you do something with the Miz? What I just suggested. You said Charlotte and Miz. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte and Miz. That you could I do something think like you that. You couldn't do it with Charlotte and Miz. I think the only person you could really on the main roster on the roster today that maybe would be Nia Jax. No, I mean, bigger, right, yeah. because she's she's more athletically built. She's yes. more. I don't. I, I I just can't. see. It is. I hear you. I do understand what you're saying. I do think that you're talking about some super athletes, and I wonder if there will come a time where the WWE, for nothing other than the publicity that will come along with it, and that was what I was suggesting with yeah. Charlotte and Miz, and and the trend that you know besides WWE uh, wrestling is going into that trend correct. where more women and. More women are starting to fight men because these women who are coming up now are very tactical wrestlers. Well, not very... just not just that; they're the ones who grew up watching China. They're the ones who grew okay. up saying, "Look, China's facing the men." So when I grow up and I want to wrestle, I want to face the men right. too. Right? Like I feel like that more than anything is the reason. That... Do you remember China was number one contender at one point? Yes, for a week. Like, but yeah, was damn close to being yeah, in the main event at SummerSlam. Summer yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that didn't happen, but. I mean, like, there was a real, they ended a show with the notion they were selling that China was going to be in the main event yes. of SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, that was unheard of, un, unthought of at that yeah. point. And, and the, the Kimberleys, the Candice LeRae's, all of these other women who are, you know, making their styles now fighting men are the ones who, when they were kids, that's who they were watching. Yeah. You know, they, they were, that was before Trish. Who, you know, they were young, younger at that time, so their influence was China. It wasn't, you know, yes, they got China, you know, Trish and Lita down the line, but their first big influence was China. Uh, Kimberly tweeted out, you know, the reason I am in this business is because of China. So, you know, for that reason, China had more influence than almost any other wrestler because, you know, it, for men, when they say, I want to go into wrestling, they're, you know, smaller guys. They want to be the Eddie Guerreras. They mm-hmm. want to be the Shawn Michaels. Bigger guys. They want to be, you know, an Undertaker or a Big Show. You know, they, they feel like, okay, we're looking at who's like me. Who do I want to be like? China is just someone who all of the women could emulate. Doesn't matter if they were big or small. Didn't really matter the wrestling styles. I want to be a woman who reaches that sort of level of success. Absolutely. She eliminated Mark Henry in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now there have been other females that have competed in Royal Rumble since, since then. And but, have, you know. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, yeah. it's Mark Henry that we're talking about. Mark the world's, the world's strongest man. I'm not sure if you're aware. Yeah. Um, China as a performer, there's no poking a hole in China as a, as a professional wrestler, At all. as a performer. Um, I've said very strongly for some time that any debate, and we've debated it somehow, any debate about her being in the Hall of Fame is insane to me. Like, it, her match with Chris Jericho for him to win the Intercontinental title yeah. for her, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic match. I, look, China did everything that you could do in a, in fairness, in a short amount of time. Yes. She had a shorter run, and you know that's the only thing that you keep bringing up when we talk about the Hall of Fame. And I just well, don't I think mean, it I always, I always, my brought up was you always said like if she's not in it, no other women basically well, should I, be in it. She and, did, she accomplished more. I understand that, but I mean, I. My argument at the time was that, okay, I could, if you wanted to say Miss Elizabeth was more important to wrestling than her, like, I could have bought that argument. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying, but as far as performer goes, it, there was, 
nothing, nothing to touch China. What happened after her days as a performer? Um, you know, I, that's for you to view. I, I don't think it's sad that China did adult films. No. People have the right. They're they're adults. They can choose if they want to do I've that. I've watched more than my fair yeah, share. Yeah, correct. I, I don't think there's anything never, sad about yeah, that at all. It's never been the that part that Right. Now, the, the drug yeah. stuff, the, you know, all that other stuff, the depression, things along those lines. The, the outbursts. The, yeah, you know. the appearing on celebrity whatever show she yeah. was on and just sort of being a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that stuff was yeah. sad. That yeah. stuff sucked, and you hated seeing that. And how much that has to do with wrestling culture, how much that has to do with just her own issues, I, people will debate that for as long as they care. But at the end of the day, it sucks. You just wish that there would have been a moment where China could have come back and had a Hall of Fame moment and had appeared at WrestleMania, and people would have been able to talk about the impact that she made that, that we're talking about while she was alive. Yeah. And that just sucks. But um, I assume this ends that, that she'll go into the Hall of Fame next yeah. year. And well, I don't know about next, probably next year, but I definitely mean, I would, in the I next would two think years. they'd want to do it. I mean, again, the only reason year. is you know the Owen's still in the background, yeah. and I don't know that they would want to put. Uh, you know, they put a few in this year. Right. I I think that you want to make sure you can just go ahead and do, do it, it and probably. don't get too far. Most around. likely. Um, the other sort of big story, and, and look, trying to compare something to, to China's passing is not. So I, there's another story that we wanted to talk about this week uh, that's completely unrelated, and that's uh, what happened down at NXT and sort of caught everybody off guard, and nobody saw it coming, which is that on a house show there was a title change. And and the funniest part about that is the fact that I, for school reasons, I couldn't watch NXT on Wednesday. So NXT was... T- the taping of NXT was on Wednesday, and then the house show where he lo- where uh, Finn lost the title to Joe was Thursday. So I watch NXT Friday morning. Right with, and it is so funny knowing that Joe mm-hmm. uh, Finn lost the title right. to rewatch NXT, and you hear them say tomorrow at the uh, uh, in Lowell, Massachusetts, yeah. there will be they a title do. match between. Uh, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. They build it up a lot more than a house show. Really interesting. And the funny thing is, I know for a fact, if I had watched it on Wednesday Live, I in a million years, or even Thursday morning before the the house show that night, I would have never, like... Listen to that and be like, "Oh yeah, you know, so, yeah. you know, something's coming." But knowing that it happened the next night and hearing, they're they're basically said, "Come to this house <laughs> show. It'll be awesome. You'll love it. It's going to be crazy." Basically, is what they said on. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really funny that they went all in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird. It's, it's unique. It's, it's unique. Yeah, but I think weird is better than unique. Like unique, I, I don't like. I, I, think I love right, it. Okay, I, I I have no problem with Samoa Joe being the champion. I love the whole concept. Why? Because every time there's a, a title change on a house show, I love it. Because it it reignites the fact that every night you go to a wrestling I, show, I, you don't know. What's I understand that, but I think the argument and is, and this is the first time it's ever happened on NXT. Because up until, imagine how crazy it would have been if maybe not say, imagine you guys were who did Bailey wrestle for the divas title, uh, the the women's title in NXT when you guys went. Uh, Bailey. Or who did she wrestle? It might not have been for the title. It was Alexa. Right. Yeah. Imagine if you were there and Alexa Bliss had beat Bailey. Now take storyline and all that out of it. Imagine how the craziness that you would. Yeah, I mean, it would have been crazy. I agree it with that. It would have been awesome. It would have been an awesome here's, experience. Here's the um. Let's just say, let's take it from this standpoint. We don't know if the, you know. We don't know where they're going, which is the best part about it. Is we legitimately another oh, reason. But let's just say they said 
we have a takeover in June. We want it to be Balor, Joe again, but we want to add, you know, we don't want it just to be Balor defending against Joe again. Yeah, you know, we've seen that two in a row. We want to make something different. So their idea is, okay, let's get the title on Joe. Now, they have two options to do that. One is you have it on one of their tapings. But then you get into a situation that you've complained about a lot, which is... Wait, wait you know what? There's you a spoiler know, that exists, yes, and you know what happens, going and you happen. go that route. The other route is to do it like this, and then you put it on TV on Wednesday, which it appears they are doing. Well, I mean, I do think there are ways to get about doing that, like, you know, perhaps doing more live NXT events, that's which I think an, we've all suggested is a good that's idea. That's not an option at the moment. Right. Well, they've just thrown on random events before. They could also have the NXT title be up for grabs at payback. We've talked before about... There's nothing wrong with doing NXT matches at WWE pay-per-views. No, I, don't like I haven't liked that. I don't like that idea, like that idea oh, at all. Because it takes because the same person who you sitting right now that says you want to see an NXT match on Payback is going to be mad that there's not two Divas matches on Payback. Well, I, look, I think they're, they're both good things. T- yeah, but they're going to I'm take sure spots. there are things that I could get rid of like from what? the Ultimate Payback card. I'm not really all Baron, that concerned Baron about Ryback Chris- Kalisto. That's on the pre-show. Well, it's still happening. So you want, so then if they put the t- NXT title match on the pre-show, you'd bitch about that. No, I wouldn't. Why would I bitch about that? You the pre-show would. is the same thing as the, I watch it the same way I watch the pay-per-view now. I watch the pre-show on the WWE Network, which I pay nine ninety four. I think is what okay. it costs for me so to get that So everyone month. listening right now, you're hearing Glenn say he doesn't mind when things are on the pre-show. I will keep that in mind yeah, from now I do. on. I, I, okay. There was a time where I did because the pre-show was only available if you went to a website. On YouTube. Everything's or, yeah. changed now. The pre-show is the pay-per-view. If we go out on Sunday night to watch the pay-per-view at Jimmy's, okay. are we purposely going to avoid the pre-show beforehand? Are we going to say, you know what we don't do? We don't turn on the same network we're about to watch. You know, actually, what they do do at Jimmy's is the pre-show doesn't have volume. Yeah. Well, it I mean that is true, but I would think if <laughs> yeah. I would think that if Baron or sorry if if, if the Joe, if Joe Baller, Baller match was on the pre-show, people play. might say, "Hey guys, maybe this time we turn the volume up for this." Perhaps, one. yeah. D- turn the volume down for Corbin and Ziggler later, right. and just do- I've completely changed my mind about pre-shows. I just have. It's just more the pay-per-view okay. at this point. It's the exact same as it ever was before. I mean, okay. it's just or, or, sorry, they- it's the unlike it was before it's the exact same thing now as watching the pay-per-view you're watching it in the same place you know just um as to what the why i feel like this is just a triple h thing this is a he wants to get the idea you know how shows matter again and two he loves the idea of doing it in a historic place like you know lowell massachusetts not something that you think of that was one of the places they originally ran raw out of like when it wasn't in the hammerside I, I lot- so that feels like a triple h like oh this is right. historic and i love that sort of I thing i think the real question is is that all this is, or is there something more there, right? And that's the part that it was very interesting that and there was... And also, like you said, you can get now, like you were about to bring up, now Ballard doesn't have the title. Correct. He okay. can be no. on Raw. And, I mean, he could be on Raw with the title. Yeah, Kevin Owens just, was. Yeah. It just works better if Well, and it was interesting that, like, there's this video of people leaving the arena that night and Finn Balor saying, see you on Monday. Of course, on like, Saturday, he then did the promo that, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm right? coming back yeah, for my title. Yeah, yeah. I am NXT. Yeah, right? I mean, like, there's just, there's a lot there. It's intrigue. And it's great because we don't have that that often. But there's no reason why you couldn't put that show on the WWE network i i this is the bigger issue well, to me is is there not a re- like we don't this know is, that they may not have the tech the, the capability that arena might not have the capabilities Aaron, Aaron, they're the wwe show. they'll figure out a way to make it happen have you met them this is my only issue aj and i understand everything that you said and i in general have no real beef with 
Um, you know, things happening on house shows. I think it's cool. It makes you feel as though the house show matters a little bit. My bigger problem is that you want me to pay 10 bucks a month and you can only pull the trigger on a NXT title change so many times. If I'm paying 10 bucks a month, I'd like to have the option of being able to see it. That's all I'm asking for. You're going to see it. I'm going to see a picture of it. Yeah, but it, it'd be no different than if they filmed it, if they filmed, if they dropped the title on an NXT taping. It's literally no different. No, because it's completely different. We don't have... Uh, like, no, it's not. We have grainy video of... I mean, we have... No, but they're going to show it now on Wednesday. They're going to show the whole match? That's what, that's what it is. Oh. At least that's what they seemed like they were advertising. They were like, no, you know, everything that you heard about, you know, they showed on Yeah, on I'd still be surprised by that. Um, I'd be surprised if they show the... And even still, again, it's not quite the same. I just... All I'm saying is, I've been for putting more house shows on TV in general... For you know, or on the the network, you have a network. I get that, but at the same time, house shows are supposed to exist in a bubble. I understand that, and I don't think there's anything wrong with assuming that you're resting. Things that can happen on a house show that can happen on live TV, and because of that, house shows are used as breeding grounds for ideas and I'm, for other I'm things. I'm all for it. Guys can, re- you know, um, uh, La Sombra, Manny and Andrade. I, s- I hear everything you're saying. Yeah, I saw, I'm- I saw a video of the house show. One of the house shows they did in Europe this past week where Becky Lynch and Sasha had a one-on-one match and they kept rolling they kept uh going for uh uh roll up pins right and they just rolled around the ring in a circle over and over again you could never do that on TV I understand too, and I'm not asking you for to brand it I'm not saying you should do more roadblocks I'm saying here's a camera it's set up at a house show if you want to watch you can watch if you don't want to watch don't watch but we're not marketing it. We're just saying it's happening. We've got a camera. We're setting it up. We own the network. And if you choose to watch it, by all means, watch it. If you don't, you don't. I think you're not purposely trying to drive more people towards them. You're just giving them the option because no, they're paying you the 10 bucks a month. Yeah, but th- that's a terrible business model. Well, I mean, I... That's a horrible business model. I, you know, what, one of the if, big you, if you're going to put it on the scary. network and you want people... The point is you want people to watch it on the network. Well, we want... Why would you not... Want people to for the same way that the Big Ten people. Network doesn't go out of their way to market every you don't even field watch, hockey you game. You don't even watch have. the Edge and Christian show, and you want. I still haven't gotten to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yet. <laughs> he's worried about a more, baseball season, he's man. About more content on WWE Network, and he doesn't even wrestling. watch the best. I just want the option segment of the best original show that they have. Let's just look at this as strictly business purpose, and that's they want people, more people, to be excited about house shows. Correct, and that putting it on the network would go away from that. This is supposed to be. This is something that the two thousand people in the arena could see. That's, that's fine. That's what percent of your total market? I understand that. That, but that that's, got to see that, it. That's clearly what that they you were say. Going for you here. say you know, it's two percent that got to see it. That's great. That you have ninety eight percent of your market that's really upset they didn't. You get You know, to see all it. the road crew would fucking hate you. Why? Because now they have to come to work well, an extra li- day a week he's, that they don't. He's usually literally have to saying just set up. Oh, a I'm webcam. not. Yeah, I'm not he's saying you do a whole broadcast. I'm just saying put put a laptop. It's like up the thing about uh, spring training baseball. You I'm not going to watch it every day, but I'd like to have the option. Okay, you sound like an idiot. I I pay five bucks a month for out of my cable bill to having network that's owned by the baseball team. I would like to have the option, if I so chose, to watch the spring training games. But I don't need you. If you're saying that economically it doesn't make sense, I don't need you to bring in Jim Palmer for all the spring training games. I don't need you to do the whole kit and caboodle for the spring training games. Just set up a camera so that if I really feel like watching that day, I can watch. That's all I'm asking for. And replace some of the Duke basketball shows that you air instead. Like, that's all I'm, I'm looking for something really minimal here, man. That's it. And I think you have, you're doing it. You're doing the work. This is one of the rare times where you're on your own. 
Usually, well, I'm not on my own. I might be on my own in this room. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Usually, it's it's me against you guys or me and you against Aaron. Right now, you sound like a raging tool. Not, what am I wow. like a raging why tool? Do you, why do you assume that they should just set up a random camera that you can buy at Best Buy and just, oh, yeah, here's a house show. Just watch it. We're not going to change any camera angles. We're not going to do anything spectacular so that, uh, so that when people like Glenn get mad. So that when people like Glenn get mad that, oh, First of all, the quality, I haven't been of, mad the, once. the quality of the video is not good on, I don't know, they should treat house show video like they do everything No, 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 yeah, uh-uh. See, see if I wanted that, step. I would say that. That's the next I'm step. I'm not saying that. That's the next step. I'm telling you, you're doing it, you might as well do something with it. It's it's the you showing think, your work type well, hold of on. concept. You're, do you think, wait, do you think that they should, for every single house show, they should set it up for I don't know if it's for every single house you show. You have FOMO. You know that? What is that? Fear of missing out. Yeah, there's some level of that. Sure. Absolutely. There's because some there's level no of that. there's no other reason why. Yeah. That, there's yeah, no right? other reason as to why you would have such a big issue. With I, the fact you're that acting like I have show. such a big issue. I don't. At no point in this am I said this is a travesty or this is, it's literally a suggestion that I've made. No. No, no, no. You're saying that it was a bad idea for them to drop the belt at a house show because you couldn't I don't even know that I said network. it was a bad idea as much as I said that there is, this is the argument that there is to be made about it. That I have no problem with the way you do things and I get the argument from the other side. My point would be, I think that what you're doing is you're saying we want to make house shows more valuable. And the truth is, like, you're not going to start driving 20,000 people to an arena for a house show. It's never going to come. And in the process, what you've done is you've alienated the overwhelming majority of the people that weren't able to see the one thing that you can only pull the trigger on so many times. If you think the value of that is greater to do it at a house show, then fine. Do it at the house show. But understand all of those things that go into it. I think they do. And now Drake and Future must be calling me. <laughs> I'm descending. AJ is going to tap out for a second. When we come back in, we're going to make our picks for a WWE Payback, which is coming up on Sunday night. And I believe is available on the WWE Network. And there's a pre-show and everything. And, and it'll be all shown. And I'm hopefully. not. Yeah, and I'm not going to bitch about it. And it's the whole thing. I love you. All right, it's uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and the main event on jobbing out. Pressbox is proudly celebrating our 10th anniversary, and we want you to join us. The Pressbox 10th Anniversary Bash is May 11th at the Center Club, and it benefits the Team Up for One Foundation. The main event runs from 6.30 to 9 with the VIP pregame kicking off at 6. Our special celebrity guests include former Ravens Bart Scott and Jamal Lewis, former Orioles Boop Pal and Ross Grimsley, former Baltimore talk show host celebrity Anita Marks, former Terp star Walt Williams, and more, so many more we can't even tell you about. Not only can you get your picture taken, Taken with our guests, photo ops will also be available with the Colts Super Bowl V Lombardi Trophy, the Orioles 1983 World Series Trophy, the Terps Men's and Women's Basketball Championship Trophies, plus the trophies from the most recent titles for the Baltimore Blast and Bowie Bay Sox. The party is presented by Whiting Turner. Northwest BMW brings you the VIP party, and our entertainment and celebrity sponsor is Jeppy Family Enterprises. And our bar sponsors are the Breakthrough Beverage Group and National Bohemian Beer. For tickets, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash batch. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash batch. To find out more about Team Up for One Foundation, visit TeamUpForOne.org. That's TeamUpForTheNumberOne.org. The PressBox 10th Anniversary Bash. We can't wait to see you May 11th at the Center Club. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jake the Snake Smith from Baltimore Boxing. Our next boxing event. It's Thursday, May 5th at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Yes, Cinco de Mayo. 
And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a Mexican fighter fighting on the card. And his nickname is Cinco de Mayo. Also, this is going to be a tribute to my father, M.B. Smith, who was also a boxing promoter who got me into this game and showed me the right way of doing things. Or the wrong way. I just did it my way. But he passed away from cancer. So that night, we are going to do a benefit for breast cancer. Yes, he loved breast, ladies and gentlemen. So we got to do that for him. If you want tickets, please... Go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. That's BaltimoreBoxing.com. Thank you very much, folks, and have a good day. Looking for licensed Orioles and Ravens jewelry for the sports fan in your life? Charles Newsonoff and Sons Jewelers. 8720 Sater Hill Road in Parkville since 1923. Charles Newsonoff and Sons has provided the Baltimore area with affordable fine jewelry, quality repair workmanship, and a total devotion to customer service. Looking to pop the question? Charles Newsonoff and Sons has designer mountings and certified loose diamonds. Prices that can't be beat for the perfect proposal. Download their new app, the Vow Engagement Ring finder for iphone or android and search styles get prices and even upload a picture of your hand and try rings on virtually charles newson often sons orioles ravens jewelry and the vow engagement ring finder go to charlesnewsonoff.com or call 410-661-5050 charles newson often sons jewelers 8720 cedar hill road in park let's scroll together An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash StanTheFan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Well, I guess I should have known By the way you pop your collar sideways But it wouldn't last See, you're the kind of person that believes in making our wants, love them and leave them fast. Are you guys going to join me? Oh, I, I, oh, I just I was going to let you go. Yeah, seriously. Is someone Why do we need Saturday, Saturday night <laughs> makes it all right. Said, I got to lose. Well, honey, I said, little red Corvette. Wow. What a legend. Dude, I don't even want to talk about it. What a the most underappreciated Prince song of all time, by the way. Future Baby Mama. Well, that's good, too. Seven. Seven's a great Seven is gold. Yeah. Yes. Like, just Goddamn Diamonds and Pearls. Also. Diamonds and Pearls is a great song, but like you also least, a fantastic album. What I'm saying is like Seven never got the radio like, play yeah, that it right. deserved. It it is maybe the greatest song you'll ever hear in your life, and it never got like at least Diamonds and Pearls got play. You know yeah. what I mean? Seven got nothing. Yep. And you go back and listen to it, you're like, this is perfect. Yep. This is what music is supposed to sound like. Why doesn't it all sound like this? God damn it! All right, I'm sorry. Hi, it's Jobbing Out. We talk about wrestling here. I'm uh, I'm Glenn. That's Aaron, Prince. That's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone, of course. 
The main event. AJ Francis, when he's not busy calling the rest of us dicks. All right, so here's the well, deal. I didn't call both of you dicks. Well, that's true. This time you didn't call Aaron a dick. But you First will. one ever. You know. Let's yeah. make Aaron yeah. I'm going to say You're something during this dick. His legs yeah. still swing when he sits in the chair, so it's <laughs> there is an opportunity for this little bastard to get called a dick. Very soon. <laughs> he, did, he did say. Aaron actually paid for di- uh, lunch this week. He did. Right. We do take, typically take turns paying for lunch. Uh, and... What? I think you, I think you purchased more. I agree with that. Cause sometimes AJ doesn't wait for us all to get together. Yeah, cause I just he get, just says, dude, I ordered food. Sometimes I'm so hungry on my drive here yeah. that I wanted to be here when I get here. But typically when we all get together and decide that we're ordering food, we, we take turns. I, do I think, you. I think that Aaron and I, I have both paid you. twice now. Yeah. Um, and we typically take turns because I'm not trying to suckle off your teat. You know what I mean? Suck like, I get off. it. The NFL doesn't last forever, although the WWE would then step in at that no, point. No, we, we just want to hang out with you so when people buy you free drinks, they also buy us free drinks. Yeah, that drinks. is nice. That is, true. That is nice. We <laughs> that do like happen. that. Which you will be able to do Sunday night at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, which is where we'll be watching and I will be eating crab cakes. Come, come be part of the jobbing out team. Oh, I'm going to have to have that pasta that your dad had. Over the weekend, because I the minute he ordered it, I Dude, said, "How good did that look?" It looked like the greatest thing I've oh, ever seen in my life. Did I miss that? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had a great time. We had a great time. We yeah, went there for I the don't UFC. Know why you didn't come? Because I was running the stupid Orioles game that went to. Well, like that is 10:45. awful. I'm so sorry yeah. to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a great time, and yeah, Fantastic yeah. Coach time. Franchise showed up and ordered a pasta, and I don't know exactly what it was. And he called it peony pasta, and I said, "What did you?" Call it? <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What." This is my father. I said, yeah, right. you mean penne? He's like, you call it whatever you want. I haven't called a peony for four years. So okay. Well, it looked unbelievable. I'm getting that on Saturday night. Like, that's what I'm going to be consuming yeah. on Sunday night when we're there for payback. All right, speaking of payback, let's make our picks. Ooh, the stakes are out there. The loser gets stink-faced. It's not going to be fun for anybody. And we know now that somebody is going to lose. Because we're not going up against a celebrity guest. What this if week. we all finish the same? I, that's probably we all finish tie- We do need to have a tiebreaker of some sort, I would think. Like how long is the main event or something like that in order to break the tie? Okay. Would that make sense, right? How about how long is the Divas match? Aaron's doing everything how he can to try the, to avoid getting stink How long is the Divas match? I mean, how long is the Divas match? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, Aaron, as always, you will lead us through this, starting with the um, – Pre-show match, and uh, we'll go uh, make our picks for payback Sunday night, which is where? Where is Chicago? Yeah, that's why I think it's going to be a Roman heel turn. That'd be a good place to do it. Yeah, because he's going to get booed. Well, he's going to be unmercilessly booed. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, the problem is they might not be booed the entire time because they'll probably start chanting CM Punk at some point in the middle of it. True. Might. All right, what do we got? I was so glad to see someone put the uh, crying Jordan face on CM Punk in a Blackhawks jersey uh, last night. Oh, I didn't see that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, anyways, pre-show, uh, Kalisto versus Ryback. Uh, you always go first, the main event. Um, actually, I always go last on the main event. Well, but you typically have gone first over the years. You can uh, go last if you would prefer. The many, many years we've been doing yeah, this right. show. Yeah, we've been doing it for a little while now. Yep. Yeah, I'm going last because right, fine. You go wow. last. I would last. I would last at. Wait, wait, is this, wait. Is this a tactical thing? Yeah, yeah I that's what it is now. Yeah, yeah right. now that there's something on the he line. He wants to see what everybody else's uh-huh. picks are. No, so, why don't we move it around? And, why don't we and make I've somebody else? I've been the one, the corrupt yeah. commissioner. All of a sudden, you are here. the crooked commissioner. We know that. I'll go first for this one. Uh, Ryback and Kalisto. This is really hard to figure this out because there's been no build. That's not true. There's Aaron been... also pretended that SmackDown didn't exist. One match on SmackDown does not make a build. I mean, that's I mean, not a build. But he, but Ryback won, and 
traditional last 10 years wrestling booking, if you beat the champ, you get a title shot. I'm but normally not, they acknowledge I, I, it at some I'm point. Not, right. I'm not saying there's a problem with there being a match. It's just I don't know how to feel about it because there hasn't, I haven't gotten a sense for where they're going with it. It's just sort of a match that's happening. Um, they love themselves some Ryback. They love Ryback. And as much as we were all excited about Kalisto, that has hit a complete dead end. I think I'm going to have to go right back here. I think they're going to go right back to it. Yeah, it feels like there's almost no like they if this ma- if there was no US title match on the card, I don't think anyone would have said anything. Like no one yeah. would have been surprised to see. So the fact that they are probably means that they want to do something with it. Uh, it's a coin toss. I'm going to go with Ryback just because yeah. there's no reason to have this match otherwise. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. I just, look, I'm all for Kalisto. I like Kalisto. Yeah, I, I think this should but be I bigger. Kalisto, this is a botch yeah. on their part. I think Kalisto fighting back for the U.S. title is for the next. Right, is is better than, yeah. yeah. And that's the tricky thing about this show is that with Extreme Rules three weeks later, no, you know, all of these matches could just be set up for Extreme Rules yeah. or, you know, to just go back and forth. Uh, look, I... I I hope they have a bigger plan for Kalisto, and I hope there's something there. I, it was very concerning to me when they just sort of threw him back into the Lucha Dragons, yep. and that that should have been a red flag. Look, as they soon just look as like jobbers again, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not a good thing. And they and they're they're interjecting a, a new Latin tag team. It's not new, obviously. It's, it's, it's Primo and Epico, you know what I mean? But assuming that is actually a tag it, team and not just a tour, like actual tourism commercials that bought time with <laughs> WWE, like Puerto Rico actually was like, "Look, we're going to go to you. We want you to run it's these." It's not been good for Puerto Rico. Did you guys watch last oh, week the, tonight? The, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know. I had no idea what was going on in Puerto Me Rico. Me either, but but watching the vignette the night after that, I was just I was trying to like yeah, right. splice it in back <laughs> yeah. and forth. Um, okay then. So, uh, we're on the main card now. We can't do the thing where we all pick all of the matches the same way. Well, hopefully we won't. We never do. I, I know, but we ne- we always just knew we had to beat Patrick Stevens in the past. Now we gotta beat each other. Aaron, which is probably gonna lean towards AJ, cause if we had to beat each other, he would probably do a better job of that. AJ, you go, or Aaron, you'll go first on this one. Um, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin. Um, this is, you know, straightforward feud, obviously. I'm going with Corbin here. I think there is room for Ziggler to win if it's like a DQ finish or something. That's the problem. There's a lot of these matches that I feel could go like DQ finishes yeah. or something screwy to set up something for and, extreme and rules. And payback would be the place to do that, obviously. No, this is payback. Oh, Wait, oh, that's okay, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Payback would be the place, place to do then, a screwy then, finish. You get the, because nobody's going to be all that angry about a screwy finish well, as payback. Especially when, you know, three weeks later, Extreme Rules is there, right. and that's when you get, you know, the big setup. So I feel like a lot of these could be odd finishes. I'm going Corbin here because it should be Corbin, but, you know, if Ziggler yeah. runs that way, I can see it. Yeah, I'm going Ziggler because I think he's going to win by DQ. Okay, and that sets up the rematch then. At, yes. I, I don't know what the point is of this match if you don't have Corbin win it other than what you're talking about, which is you're just sort of delaying for Corbin yeah. to ultimately go over. I do think the way that you had Corbin if you want the Andre the Giant Battle Royal to mean something, okay. And maybe you should just make that on a house show, huh? Let me get all other things off my chest. No, I, I'll go with Baron Corbin. I mean, Baron Corbin's got to win the match, right? Like, I he's got to stand tall at the end. He doesn't necessarily yeah, no, right. have to you. win the match, and that's that's the tricky. Dolph Ziggler afterwards. Right? There, there's legitimately four matches in here I could see no, I where it. guys standing tall without winning. If this ends up with me, if I, if that is the one that ends up with me <laughs> in that corner having AJ's thonged ass in my face, not going to be pleasant. Not uh, going to be pleasant. 
number one contender for the tag teams. You got Enzo and Cass. You get the Vaude villains, and it does seem official that it you know the finals, the new match against the New Day will be at Extreme Rules. There was question whether they would pull double duty or not. Um, yeah, you go first this time. I'm going first, and I'm going with the Vaude villains because I think it just makes too much sense for the Vaude villains to win this in a heel, very right. heel esque way. Um, get Enzo and Castle a little bit further away from the New Day, mm-hmm. have the New Day defend at Extreme Rules, make another young tag team look great but still hold the titles, and I'm going to go with the Vaude Villains. I'm struggling with this because it would be electric. It would. If it was New Day, Enzo, and Cass. You, you, like, start, out, would be... you start out with the, sh- you know, you have Enzo win the, fir- the opening match of Payback. Uh-huh. You get that crowd hot. I mean... My problem here is, you're right, it makes far more sense. If this ultimately is just feeding somebody the New Day, it makes more sense for it to be the Vaude Villains than it does to be Enzo and Cass. But Enzo and Cass are clearly the hottest thing outside of the New Day that you have in the tag division. If you're ultimately trying to move the New Day into the places where we believe they need to go, having them drop the belts to Enzo and Cass would set up, I think, something a little bit more viable. Oh, God damn it. Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. It's my pick. Uh, I'm going with the Vaudevillains. I think that Enzo and Cass is a summer thing. I think that yeah. you you let them run through. You let you really let them build. Maybe the Dudleys end up costing well, them, I and you go the, into a con, you know a more solidified feud here between. I think those you two. could have Enzo and Cass lose the New Day at Extreme Rules and do it again. Well, you could, but I but I'm saying that you do this through the summer, and then you maybe have Enzo. You, eventually, you have Enzo and Cass go over. They're not going to do a, They're not going right? to do yeah, a couple months. I just think it's important to know this is not this is not for the belts this week. You know what I mean? Like that's the important part for me is that Which is why Bob Villains I think win. Because I still think there's a chance of a very screwy finish. Oh absolutely. I think that's totally plausible. And we could all be wrong and it could be no, con- Some, no yeah. contest, and it's triple threat at Extreme Rules. Yeah. Right, right. Or, Which, or could you imagine a triple threat ladder match again? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna be angry about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna be angry about it at all. Vaude villains in a ladder match. That, that just, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, that, that juxtaposition is right. It is weird, right? <laughs> like, could it be a horse and buggy match? Mean, is you, that an option? You mean like the juxtaposition of them coming out dressed like the 1800s on HDTV? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> exactly it's like exactly that. the justification <laughs> yes. we're talking about. It's fantastic. I love it. Yes. Um, cool. So those are those yeah. are our picks there first. So let's go uh, women's Charlotte with uh, Rick in her corner against Natty with Brett in her corner. I mean, look, I'd love for Natty to win. I mean, I'd love it, but Charlotte. You pound time. Yeah. Oh, we do have to pick a time because it's a tiebreaker. Uh, uh, nine minutes. Nine, nine fourteen. Nine fourteen. Alright, uh, I'm going with Charlotte winning as well, though I believe it is going to be maybe. Wait, this is a dick move that I have to pick my time first and you can come in and say nine fifteen. Wait a second. No, I'm not I'm, gonna do the hot- I'm, hang on. I'm gonna change my mind just because of that. Cause I wanted to go on the shallow end, but now I'm setting myself up for failure. So I'm going to have to go to the other end. I'll go, well, not the other end. I'll go somewhere more in the middle. Let me go uh, 14, uh, 1447. 1447 is my time. I pray it's 1446. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can go. Wait, wait, wait are we wait, doing prices no, right? No, we're not doing prices oh, okay. right. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. Close, yeah, wait a second. Prices right. Yeah, one, that's bullshit. I'd break one <laughs> second. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I'm no, gonna, it's too much. They're not going to. They're not going to give them 15 minutes. There's no way they give them 15 minutes. Oh, son of a bitch. Whatever. I'm I very made, Charlotte as call. well. I, I think the question is, does Brett take a bump here? Is is Brett healthy enough to take a little, you know, like just Rick chopping him at some point or something, you know? I don't think so. 
Probably not, but it would be like that would be the spot of the night. I don't think Brett would be interested in just showing up, though. I don't think that would interest him. Just showing up for the sake of showing up. Well, he did it for NXT. <laughs> yeah, but it's NXT is a little bit of a different animal. You know what I mean? Like it was the first time he did. Yeah, it's a l- smaller check. That is true. <laughs> that is a good point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm going Charlotte probably because something happens with Brett and you know mm-hmm. that causes the distraction. It sets up again for Extreme Rules. I expect Extreme right, Rules pick, to be like the exact same. Pick a time. I'm going with nine fourteen. No. <laughs> Uh, 8.45. Okay. You guys are idiots. Dude, look, I love women's wrestling. I think we all know they ain't carving out the largest chunk of the card still for those matches. Uh, I'm going Charlotte as well, and I'm going 13-13, my lucky number. 13-13. That's not bad. I like that. I like that. Uh, and Scully I thought in Seattle, play. though, it was, you should be celebrating the 12s. Yeah. Shouldn't you be saying 12-12? But if it goes 12-12, I still win. Yeah, you do. You, it, you, do, you do win at that point. At, what's the number that I would have to get to in order for me to win now? I said 1447. Uh, about 1355, somewhere around yeah. there. Can I redo my number? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not <laughs> wrong. Nope. <laughs> Why did we let AJ go last on the tiebreaker? Son of a bitch. Yeah. All right, next match. I didn't even do that. <sighs> I hate that so much. Next match. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho, who is everything a heel should be. No, I mean, he's, he's been phenomenal, no doubt about that. You pick this one first. I, pick the, I feel like I keep picking it first. Um, well, every third time, yeah. yeah. You, you have. Yeah, so well, you know every what? Every third match, remarkably, you have picked first. It's really weird. Uh, it's crazy how mad yeah, No, right? I'm Numbers going. So <laughs> said, I feel Numbers like I just did this. Like like three times ago, I feel like I just did it. <laughs> well, you know, shit happens. <laughs> um, I'm going Ambrose here. I mean... I'm going Ambrose as well. I'm going Dean Ambrose as well. <laughs> Although, in fairness, Chris Jericho did beat AJ Styles. Um, but I, I don't. Dean Ambrose needs a win. He could use yeah. the win. And Chris Jericho got his, his heat at WrestleMania. So I think it's time for him to do the job on this one. And, yeah. And to give Dean Ambrose something to push him forward. And yeah, and I guess, and, the, I guess the question is, is will it be put or will they just face each other extreme, at Extreme Rules again? I, I guess I just don't know what's Jericho's contract. Like, what's the story on him? Because I guess we were all sort of surprised that he was around this long to begin with. Like, is he running through SummerSlam? No one knows. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. Trust me. I like having heel yeah. Jericho around. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but Jericho in full heel mode is, you know, yeah. I can see him. I can see this being his last pay-per-view considering... Next, Chicago. Ne- next month, well, that and the Monday is broadcasting live from St. Louis. So, you so think, there's another big time name coming back. And, you think Orton returns? Oh, there? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you yeah. just slide him back yeah. into the yeah. upper, okay. upper yeah, mid card, lower sense. main that event spot. Yep. And we have, of course, John Cena coming back on Memorial Day, Correct. as that's been announced. Um, we could also get a match we've never seen before: Cena Orton at SummerSlam. Yeah, I, oh my god, <laughs> that would be huge! Dream match there. The two of them ever interacted with each other? I don't think so. John Cena and Randy Orton, <laughs> I don't a couple think of so. Hall of Famers. Have they ever done anything? The two of them? The program? I don't know. I don't think so. I just feel like I, it's, it's not. It's nothing's ringing a bell. You do know the main event of WrestleMania. 35 will be John Cena versus Randy Orton for the title, right? Of well, course. if it's not The Rock Triple H. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> All right. Um, What's next? next match? Uh, Intercontinental title, Miz and Cesaro. See, this is a tough one to pick. Well, you go first. Because I think that there's no uh, there's no w- w- logical way you could have Cesaro lose this match. However, with Maurice there. Yeah, Miz has been looking really good. And... Uh, 
I'm gonna go with because I want to pick. I want to pick this just like I picked the Baron Corbin match, where I say I think Cesaro's gonna win, but it's by DQ. But I, I'm gonna go with the Miz. I'm going Miz by by Maurice. So Maurice. Yeah, is, I thought I was going to pick up a yeah, point. No, here. no, no I'm I, gonna pick up. God, my picks is hard. <laughs> yeah, we might. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to pick a match differently at some point in order for well, us. We've, to, we've gotten a few. Different. We've only had like two. <laughs> we've only most of them are mine. Are they? No. Yeah, I picked Enzo I picked and Cass. You picked Dolph Ziggler. I think that's the only thing we've disagreed on so far. I think Aaron's been right down the middle. I think Aaron has been complete milk toast this time around. It doesn't surprise. Look how white he is. I mean, he yeah. is. If, if Aaron was a wrestler, his nickname would be milk toast. I, I thought this was going to be my like. I, I'm going to get this over you too because I thought you guys were going to pick Cesaro. For no, sure. dude, you can't have Maurice and looking that. And that's good the problem. And, yeah, you can't. You can't. Have I do him think Cesaro comes out with the title, but I think he comes out with the title like at Extreme Rules or Money in the yeah. Bank. Yeah. I don't think it happens here. That's the problem. I mean, I think that ultimately you want Cesaro back into the main event picture, but I just don't think you're screwing with the Miz right now. A couple weeks after you just interjected Maurice and. But if there's one guy that would. Make a lot of sense to do a short intercontinental title run. It is the Miz. I mean, well, I mean, right? Yeah. They can use him that way. Yeah. yeah, he's functional for those types of things. I hear what you're saying. I do. I get that. I just, I think right now you've gotten you got peak Miz at the moment. Yeah. I don't think you screw with peak Miz right now. I, I mean, I think what happens is Maurice inter, you know, however interferes, then you get a cage match at Extreme Rules between the two. Yeah. A cage match. Or, you know, something to keep her away from the match. Right. You know, just standard wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Cage match or, uh, what is it? Uh, a cowbell match? What was it? The match that. A Texas bull rope match? Yes. Yeah. Texas bull rope. I'm excited for that. I want one of those. When was the last time we saw a Texas bull rope match? JBL? We had the strap match strap with, match. uh, yeah, okay. it's the same thing, but yeah. Uh, a strap and a bull rope are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a street fight and a, and a no, no holds barred match. match. But have you never seen a bull rope in your life? <laughs> I dare, hey, on, I I would dare you to try to, to, to try to lasso a bull with a with a damn with a strap, strap <laughs> and see how that works. Good luck. I thought about that. I've thought about roasting a bull recently. I just love roasting pigs. It's my thing. I don't know what it is, but we've been talking about it. I want to get a big old pig this year. I want to get like a hundred pound pig. Like I want to go. I still think you need to set up a wrestling ring at the. Uh... Well, that would be wonderful too. I'd like to do all those things, Aaron. Do you think that we could get the boys from MCW to just come over, just set it all up right there? I think and book them for the day. I think the athletic commission I'll might have over. a problem as with it. As, as long as I go over, as long as you go over, that's all that as matters. As long as I go over in the main event, I'll do it. You go event. over, Leo Rush. Dude, you know that now that your boy Johnny Crabcakes is a wrestler, that sets it. up perfectly for you to face Johnny Wait, Crabcakes. Wait, what, what, what is you this? You don't know that? I, I didn't yeah, know. he's a wrestler now. He's not a wrestler. Well, he's going to be performing. Is is well, he's going to be in a. Yes. He's going to be in a match. That, yes. that counts. Uh, Wait, where's dude, he he's be been a match? training. Do you not know that he's been training? I do know that. But okay. Where's he going to be wrestling? At MCW. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I missed this. It's Jimmy's sponsoring. It's like the Jimmy Slamboree or something yeah. like that. Oh, so like a battle royale and he just kind of chills? Or... I don't know what he's doing. I don't, I don't know, know the details either. yet. Interesting. But he's definitely but he has been training. Yes. Remember he told me his first day he did the Brock Lesnar jump on the apron and then he said it was his happiest moment because <laughs> <laughs> he loves Brock Lesnar. I mean, I could see where that would be kind of great. Though. I mean, honestly. It's a good feeling. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, is that it? We got, we got two more. Oh, two, two more. more. We have uh, Owens and oh, Sammy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Owens and Sammy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the thing that you said you've been watching for, the only thing hey, that I've you been, watch for. I, I'm not backing <laughs> off of that now. Uh, I will go with Damn, you could really go either way. On you you this. could you really go like can. seven different you ways. Really can. That's what makes this so great. I'm yeah. so glad. What do you guys last. think about the vignette? 
It was a little over the top, but I didn't care. Uh, I it was, loved it. It was really I, similar. You to thought the it was video. over the. You thought it was. No, over I thought the top. it was. Soap I thought it didn't go far. I thought it was soap opera-ish. I, I thought it was. I mean, I know why they can't. It's but literally I just the same. Re- it's the same. Almost basically the same thing they did for their match at NXT. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's sort of. I just think that this was more. You know, and that was a real. You know, like yeah. a little bit overacting. You know what I mean? Which it's well, fine. Well, the problem. Not- the problem was they couldn't use the match footage for obvious reasons. Right. Right. And uh, so they had to deal with the, you know, here's a shot of them in the Coliseum together. Here's the, you know, right. that sort of shot. But uh, I, I don't know if you saw me tweet it out. There's this gif of them doing the, the backdrop oh, yeah, into the awesome. ladder spot, like, over the years. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is really cool. It's one of my favorite gifs ever. Um, You know, I don't think it's a good idea to have Kevin Owens losing right now because, again, I think you can be on your way to, a, like, a Kevin Owens Triple H type of match. But... Could Sammy use it? Sammy could probably use it. You know, he needs a moment. And you know you're just doing this again. So it kind of doesn't matter who wins because you're right. just doing it again three weeks right. later. God damn it. This is the worst one on the card. Yeah, I know. That's why I said This is a complete crapshoot. Yes. Normally when we fan it, normally when we do these things. We try to fantasy book But it what out. we're really trying to say is like, we can say on Monday, no, they were wrong. I was right. <laughs> yeah. They were wrong. But I can't do that with this one because I don't know what they should you, do. I could. Let me see if I have a coin. It. I have a coin. This is what I'm doing. It's come to this. I'm going to flip a coin, and I'm going to make my pick that way. Here we go. I got a quarter. Here we go. All right. Uh, heads is Sammy. Tails is, uh, is Kevin Owens. So you just call Kevin Owens an ass. It's, well, I mean, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, are you disagreeing? <laughs> sure. All right. Here we go. And Tails it is. Kevin Owens. Uh, I'm going Sammy via roll-up and then an attack after. You know. All right. I'm going Kevin Owens. All right. All right. There, there's my difference. <laughs> and, by the way, none of you are wrong. <laughs> Uh, it's it's complete crapshoot this match. Son of a bitch. Kevin Owens, yeah. Speaking of crapshoot finishes, yes. we have the main event. Well That's I mean, a crapshoot finish. It's a the finish might be crapshoot, but come on. We know who's winning. Well, the we match. know who's walking out with the title. We don't know. Oh, you said it could be won by DQ. Or right, DQ, yeah. no content like again, another thing, five, six different finishes would make sense here, depending because we don't know what the hell they want to do with Anderson and Gallows. At and this also point. like I really think <coughs> you, Jesus. Are you all right over there? Yeah, I'm dying. Um I really think <laughs> I really think that what you brought up of a Roman Reigns led Oh my club, god. I, I really feel like that is Oh my a god. Big push right now. Is Chicago really, the place to do that oh, though? Yes. They would be so confused. They wouldn't want to know what to do. Yes, it so is. Right? They just sit I'm there like Oh my god! You want want the bullet? First of all, it's clear Anderson and Gallows are heels. Right. Yes. Right. You want to make uh, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, a legit heel? You have in Chicago the Bullet Club screw AJ Styles out of his title match, and Roman Reigns joined the Bullet Club. Yeah. And I, there won't be a boo that you can't hear from Chicago while we're sitting here in Maryland at Jimmy's Crab Cakes. Jimmy's restaurant, Jimmy's famous seafood. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> um, I mean, Anderson and Gow is going to get such a good. Even if they do turn on AJ, they're going to get at least. I, I think you're right. it's going to be a confused crowd more Dude, than just strictly. No. Booed. No. If they align themselves with Roman Reigns, no. that place is going to be. The Usos thing. have been getting booed the last three weeks for no other reason other than because they're, 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 they're related. Yeah, right. they Roman have the same Reigns. skin tones. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they are related to a guy that no one likes. Everyone, does, do you have a problem with Usos at all? Mostly indifferent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm indifferent right? to them. Are they not great performers? Do no, they're, they're fine. Yeah. Absolutely. And to, 
when they put when they're put with Roman Reigns, they get booed. I know, right? And you don't think that's going to happen to Anderson and Gallows? They're different. Oh, See, they're no, they're heels. Not. They're not. They're heels. They're beloved heels by that that's sort of fan base. Fine. By they that sort of align fan base. themselves okay. with Roman You're Reigns. Right. I, I, they're getting booed. They're getting booed. Probably. And they screw I, I mean, AJ yeah. Styles. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're but, getting booed. I don't really know why we're still debating this. <laughs> they're getting booed. Aaron's not presented a really legitimate argument yet. He's just they're like, you guys, now wait a second. They're Anderson now and Gallows in Chicago. That's my argument right there. Is that they're Anderson and Gallows in Chicago? And when they first come out, that'll be helpful for them. When they're standing there with Roman effing reigns, that, that nothing could save over, them. Over AJ Styles' lifeless body. Yes. Fact. <laughs> it would be so great. Now, oh, my God. It would be so you great. Think, you think... I don't think they'll get cheered, but I think there would be some kind of murmurs. AJ Styles buddies up with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, and we all just jack it the rest of the yeah. summer. We all just sit around. I, I swear to God, I, I hope that my wife doesn't know want another kid, because I'm going to be out of spooge. <laughs> I'm going to be fresh out after a summer of a Roman Reigns-led Bullet Club versus an AJ Styles member, uh, part of the Shield. I will have no spooge ever again. Oh, yeah. How, and how then there AJ just Styles happens to be the... Anderson, Gallows, would and... Be the same, obviously. And then, you know, there's just the possibility of Anderson, Gallows, and Balor coming in and wreaking havoc at the end of the also, night as well. also a possibility. <laughs> I understand. There's plenty of possibilities yes. on the table, any of which involve me jerking off uh, feverishly. <laughs> I understand. I hope I hope John understands that his bathroom is going to be a disaster on Sunday <laughs> if these things occur. What who's, we... who's your pick? Oh, I don't pick this one first. Oh, I yeah. pick the last one first. Roman, it might be a no consequence. Roman Reigns, yes. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns yes. is the answer. But I do understand what you're saying. The match technically could be won by, you know. Like, no, and if you tell me that, I don't necessarily think they're going this way at this point, but if you told me that they said, okay, Anderson and Gals lays them both out in the main event of Extreme Rules as Anderson and Gals against AJ and Reigns, I could buy that too. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm saying I could buy it. I'm not saying it's the best usage. Yeah, I don't really buy that. But I could see it. I could definitely buy that. You think? I, I don't think it's a great plan. I don't think it would be a good thing to do, but I could definitely see that happening. I just it feels so purposeless to me. You know what I mean? Like what? What? I just anything that involves a main event where the title's not on the line. I I have. I'm not saying you it's, say it's purposeless until Finn Balor comes out. Yeah, right. I mean, then so, okay, then we'll talk again. I'm always then, willing. I then, can unzip these pants at any moment, sir. I reserve he, the right. He, he might zip it back up, but if yeah, it comes yeah, okay. down, it takes I a reserve lot, the right to whip out less, when I feel like whipping out. You a lot less it? time to pull down than pull up. <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, that's our picks. Yeah. Uh, so one of us is getting stink faced. At least one of us is getting stink faced. Both of you are getting stink faced. Eh, go ahead and disagree, agree to disagree. Actually, you and I, I think, picked the most matches the same. Well, no, no every, everyone has one, one thing One match different. that's different? Oh, yeah. God. This is going to be decided <laughs> by just a couple of matches. Baron Corbin. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, yes. he wants Corbin. I want Sammy. No, and, I want Ziggler. Oh, yeah, you want Ziggler. No, I, I want, want Sammy. You want I Enzo want and Cass. Enzo and Cass, yeah. That's my. Oh, God. I'm really nervous now. I'm, like, really nervous. Which match do you think is going to be first? Because if, if whatever match is first, whoever, if the person well, loses, the... like, oh, oh god damn it, yeah. right? Yeah. The rest of the night is no longer fun. Like, if, I better order my pasta quickly when we get of course, there. Because if I don't, I'm not going to be able to eat Here's the thing, though. Pasta. If the tag team is first, I think Enzo and Cass is winning. So you're probably in good shape if your yeah. match is first. Oh, yeah, that's true. That that's true, right? I'll just already start chanting. Like, yeah, stink face, stink face. <laughs> I actually just start waving my ass and be like, hey guys, you like this right here? You want a little bit of this right start, here? Start pulling up the boxers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So those are our picks. Very good. Uh, when we come back in, Drew Galloway is going to join the show. 
Uh, you, of course, remember him once upon a time as being uh, the chosen one in the WWE, the man that Vince McMahon, like, picked, hand-picked, and then that didn't work out so great. But it's worked out pretty well for him in TNA, uh, and he'll be at Evolve coming up in just a couple of weeks. In fact, uh, 10 days from when we're taping this, basically. May 6th at uh, the MCW Arena. So we'll talk to Drew Galloway next. I'm Glenn, that's Aaron, and that's... The main event. This is Jobbing Out. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jake the Snake Smith from Baltimore Boxing. Our next boxing event is Thursday, May 5th at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Yes, Cinco de Mayo. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a Mexican fighter fighting on the card. And his nickname is Cinco de Mayo. Also, this is going to be a tribute to my father, M.B. Smith, who was also a boxing promoter who got me into this game and showed me the right way of doing things. Or the wrong way. I just did it my way. But he passed away from cancer. So that night, we are going to do a benefit for breast cancer. Yes, he loved breast, ladies and gentlemen. So we got to do that for him. If you want tickets, please... Go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. That's BaltimoreBoxing.com. Thank you very much, folks, and have a good day. Need to get some cash? No problem. Head to Royal Farms, step up to the ATM, and get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Surcharge free ATM use. That's the way we do it at Royal Farms. Some retailers charge you to use their ATMs. They make you spend money just to get your money. We don't. At Royal Farms, you can come in anytime, day or night. Walk over to our ATM, take out your bank or credit card, and in just a few seconds, get your cash for nothing because it's surcharge free. Individual cardholder fees may still apply for using a Royal Farms ATM, but we won't charge you. So the next time you want to get cash at an ATM, come to Royal Farms. Because this is how we do it. Get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Cash for nothing because there is no fee. Pressbox is proudly celebrating our 10th anniversary, and we want you to join us. The Pressbox 10th Anniversary Bash is May 11th at the Center Club, and it benefits the Team Up for One Foundation. The main event runs from 6.30 to 9 with the VIP pregame kicking off at 6. Our special celebrity guests include former Ravens Bart Scott and Jamal Lewis, former Orioles Boot Powell and Ross Grimsley, former Baltimore talk show host celebrity Anita Marks, former Terp star Walt Williams, and more, so many more we can't even tell you about. Not only can you get your picture taken, with our guests, photo ops will also be available with the Colts Super Bowl V Lombardi Trophy, the Orioles 1983 World Series Trophy, the Terps Men's and Women's Basketball Championship Trophies, plus the trophies from the most recent titles for the Baltimore Blast and Bowie Bay Sox. The party is presented by Whiting Turner. Northwest BMW brings you the VIP party, and our entertainment and celebrity sponsor is Jeppy Family Enterprises. And our bar sponsors are the Breakthrough Beverage Group and National Bohemian Beer. For tickets, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash bash. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash patch. To find out more about Team Up for One Foundation, visit TeamUpForOne.org. That's TeamUpForTheNumberOne.org. The PressBox 10th Anniversary Bash. We can't wait to see you May 11th at the Center Club. Hi, Ken Zales here, KZ, from the PressBox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on PressBox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called The Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. 
Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon, on the Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show. The Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon, pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. Third and final segment is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and the main event. AJ Francis from the Seattle Seahawks. And now joined by a man who knows a thing or two about main events himself. He is the champ on Impact Wrestling Tuesdays on Pop TV. And he's coming to our neck of the woods. He's going to be here next Friday night, May 6th, at the MCW Arena in Joppa for Evolve Wrestling. He is Drew Galloway. Drew, thanks for taking a couple of minutes for us, man. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely, dude. Exciting to talk about wrestling. I've just had a little flight delay there, so it gave me enough time to jump on and have a little chat with you. Well, we appreciate that. Where are you headed? Wait, uh, I'm actually doing something not to do with wrestling for once in my life. I have the craziest <laughs> two months of my life. The past uh, the past couple of weeks broke records. I didn't think were possible. Pushed the human body to the limit. But I have a week and a half off before the Evolve shows. I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm going to Atlanta to see some friends. I mean, I don't know if that's the first choice that everyone makes when they have a week and a half off. I feel like most people would say, get me to the beach. Get me to... I mean, Atlanta is the birthplace of Chick-fil-A, so... Oh, there is that. That's a good point. Uh, well, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, just to say Tampa, so I live on the beach anyway. I just bought a house, actually, hey, last Tuesday. Finally closed on it. I'm officially in America. I'm not going anywhere. Hey! Congratulations. USA! USA! <laughs> Now that now that you're officially American, I believe you can be like completely naive about everything else in the world. You can just act like a complete, a complete a-hole. You can just pretend that other there countries don't exist. The world is just history of America. That's right. <laughs> hey man, we're really excited about Evolve. I mean, the card is loaded, and I, I guess like what I wanted to bring up is you know like Evolve is kind of in a weird place where they're kind of partnering up with WWE and doing some stuff with them, like. Is it at all kind of funny to you that, like, you're involved with Evolve at the time when they're kind of getting involved with the WWE? Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, it's wrestling in general, that's just the way it is these days. 2015 was a crazy year for wrestling, especially independent wrestling. And 2016, you're going to see things that you didn't think were possible, and they're happening right now. And I first became Evolve champion. Like, I don't know if you saw the promo where I turned bad, but I said that, you know, I, I can't believe I've not heard about these guys. I can't believe this company is not bigger than it is. I've made it my mission to take the title all across the world and use the name notoriety I got in WWE to show people what Drew Galloway could really do in the ring, what I could do in the microphone, and build the Evolve brand by taking the title around. And over the year, we grew, and a lot of the guys started doing the bigger shows, going to Japan, etc. We really started kicking off, and all of a sudden, the WWE thing happened, and everyone was like, oh, well, Drew's office are going to be gone now. And boom, myself and Johnny Gargano won the Evolve Tag Team titles. But he's in NXT, I'm in TNA. And then boom, I became TNA World Champion. So all of a sudden you've got Johnny Gargano of NXT, Drew Galloway is TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Evolve Tag Team Champions, and Evolve's partner with WWE. So there's things that are just going to blow people's minds happening this year, and it's just going to keep getting crazier and crazier if that doesn't sound crazy enough. (laughs) (laughs) Drew, when I... uh, um I went to WrestleMania this year. Um, it was my second I'd been to, and I was lucky enough to get to go out to the club and to a gentleman's club <laughs> uh, with, uh, like with, with, uh, with gender. And we sat and we talked about 3MB, and we talked about you guys run as 3MB. What is your favorite memory from that time? 
Well, I don't think I can name like one particular time, but the the best thing about it was it was just two guys that I'm buddies with, and they literally said, "Hey, go out on TV, have a laugh, just stag the fool, and you're going to get paid for it." <laughs> but everybody would would say to me about, "Oh, you know, we're really you know pissed off for you, Drew. We're really upset." I'd be like, "Come on, like I've been doing this since I was 15." That I've lived the life of like Peter Pan. I've never grown up. Like, I got signed from university when I was 21. I've been doing it for six years. I went straight to America as a 21-year-old. I grew up over here. I got to be on the road three weeks into the, uh, my time in America, the fastest ever guy for developmental to be on TV. I did the thing with Vince that's never been done or would never be done again. Won the IT title, won the tag titles, and I got to rip the piss with my friends on TV. <laughs> so this is some fun, fun times. And now, over the past year and a half, I've been lucky enough to do all the incredible things that I've done, and I'm currently a TNA World Champion. I mean, what more can a guy from the smallest town in Scotland possibly have imagined for his life? That's awesome. Yeah, what, what was uh, what was that like for you to win the TNA? That was about two months ago now, I guess. Uh, what, what was it like for you to win that uh, TNA title? Uh, it's incredible. You can't put it into words. Uh, I do a quick, a quick, uh, so I was called from WWE, I sat down, didn't know what was going to happen, a few people gave me advice that were also in a similar position, you know, you're going to go out and you're going to use your WWE character and you're going to make this much money and then it's going to go down and down and down and suddenly you'll make this much, but you know, you'll make a living. All I heard was, I'm not going to do that, that's not me, I'm going to reinvent myself, if it works, it works, it's on me, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, it's on me, I'm going to go out and see what's out there, and thanks to people believing in me give me opportunities. A lot of the you know, good workers are out in Indies putting in words for me that this guy can actually go. I got all these fantastic opportunities. And sometimes all you need to do is give the guy the ball to find out if he can score. And I've been lucky to score a few times and you know, getting that opportunity for the TNA title. I was literally in Germany on the Friday. I wrestled in Germany. I flew to Scotland on the Saturday. I was leaving at 2 in the morning from Scotland to get back to Germany on the Sunday so I didn't have any time for sleep. Flew back to Scotland, uh, Germany on the Sunday to finish the WXW a uh, 16 carat tournament, which is the biggest tournament in Europe. Wow. Wrestled two matches back to back after doing the fan fest all day on no sleep. But taken to the airport in the morning, they screwed up the travel, so I missed my flight. I had to pay three grand of my own money to get a flight to make TV on Tuesday. Damn. But I ended up one in the afternoon, drove back to Tampa to get my shit. That landed in Orlando. Drove back to Orlando to Universal. Got there at 4 p.m. Found out about the title thing, and by about 8 p.m., I was champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just one weekend. Of, when I was talking at the beginning about you know having a bit of a crazy couple of months, that was just one weekend. For sure. <laughs> you know what? Taking a week in Atlanta actually makes more sense now that I heard all He's Drew Galloway, and he joins us here on Jobbing Out as he gets ready for Evolve on May sixth here at the MCW Arena. Um, uh, Drew, the, you know, obviously this sort of leads to the question about you know TNA and everything that's been going on lately, and we we hear all of the rumors and all that sort of stuff. Um, what's it like for a performer when all this stuff is going on? And, and obviously you hear about all of it and you don't know what's true, what isn't true, but like, h- how does that impact, you know, the entire locker room when something like this is going on? Well, I've been, I hear the same things, but obviously I'm, you know, in this situation, I see it with my own eyes. Like, all I can tell you is the, the morale is good. Everybody is against a lot of fantastic there. Everybody's driven towards the same goal, and that's just the betterment of the company. <clears throat> There's no egos there. It's not like how it was in the past. People out for themselves. Everyone's there just busting their ass, including the management, trying to get better and just show people that it's not, you know, what it was and the stuff online. Like, I mean, for one, I get my money on time, I'll tell you that much. For two, it reminds me of uh, when I was in WWE. This is the best example I can give, I guess. When uh, myself and Sheamus out of nowhere started getting, like, you know, the big pushes. 
because Vince realized that a lot of the older guys were going away and things were changing and he had to start making new stars. And then he started with myself and Seamus as the kind of guinea pigs for the youth movement. And uh, that's just because he realized, you know, I really need to start creating some new stars, especially younger guys. And that's exactly what's happening right now. There's a lot of the old guards are going out and they realize, oh, crap, we need to make some new stars. We need to make them quick. And that's what's going on right now. And everyone's just working so hard towards that common goal. <clears throat> and just the, the drive everyone's got and the quality of the show. Like, I was looking at it during TV this weekend. And I was watching everything going on. There's like four or five stories going on, four or five good stories. If you remember the action here, there was always a bunch of stuff going on instead of just one main event storyline and the rest is filler. There was a lot of good stuff going on uh, to keep the show exciting for a couple of hours. So I'm really proud of the product right now. And all I say to those who have kind of got turned off by all the crap of the past, because there was a lot of crap. The in-ring wrestling was great. There was a lot of crap and a lot of people after themselves. I'd say just give it a shot. I honestly believe here, like a wrestling fan, you'll love it. There's so much out there now. I know the Lucha Underground so different, Ring of Honor so different, NXT so different, even though still part of WWE. There's like a smorgasbord of different professional wrestling now. It's not all the same crap. If you give us a shot, I know that you'll like it. That's all I'm saying. Just give it a try. What was, um, was there any talk about it? There were TV tapings this past weekend, as you said. Was there any talk about it backstage, or were you guys focused solely on the uh, product? talk about uh just the, the rumors going on about uh management and possible investors and all that like uh not really like yeah, i mean for me personally i don't get involved in conversations like that negative wise i just want to do my job as i found the key to happiness in wrestling when i was younger <clears throat> i used to drive myself crazy um especially when i was you know a kid getting a push and i would be all hands on with everything and i just believe everything i heard and i thought everybody was my friend even though they weren't necessarily stabbing me in the back the way I've found the key to happiness in wrestling is don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about everyone else's stuff. Just go on with your own business. Do your job the best of your ability. And that's the key to happiness. But uh, I, I can't tell you from you know conversations with bosses. I will speak to management if I ever have any issues or ever have any questions. And things are going to be just fine. I can say that much. Drew, uh, as the new, well, I guess not new. It's been two months. But <laughs> as, the, as the champ in TNA, who's one guy in TNA that you haven't worked with, that you would love to do a championship program with? That's a good question. There are a bunch of guys that I want to work with. It's just creating a good storyline because a lot of them are are good guys. I'm still a good guy in TNA. You know, I really want to wrestle Eddie Edwards. It's going to be a chop battle to the death. I think that's going to be (laughs) fun. Um, Funny story about Eddie is that Eddie was actually there that night too with me and Jinder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is not surprising. Uh, oh man, I remember I used to be killed and go out and stuff. <laughs> like, no time anymore. Not just that I feel I'm the world's oldest 30 year old. And I'm wrestling my 16th year in wrestling. Just all of a sudden, the past couple of years, I'm like, man, I can't hang anymore. These hangovers are killing me. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I miss those nights <laughs> being young and having the energy to do it and then wrestle 30 minutes the next day. If I did it now, they'd have to carry me to the ring. <laughs> what? This, is, hang on, this is the thing, though. Like, flying drunk, not that big of a deal. Flying hungover sucks so much uh, that you can't even begin. Worse. Like, flying drunk, you're great, right? Like, do that every day. But when you got drunk the night before, like, I flew to Mexico and I couldn't lift my head. It is the suckiest part of the day is trying to fly with a hangover. And then the steward, or they're not, or the flight attendant. The flight attendant. Yes. The flight attendant, oh, they always want to ask you what you want to drink. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Just leave me oh, alone yeah. and let me die here in this seat, please. Yeah, the worst thing is, I always get the exit roll because of 
the same. To sit anywhere else, and, and I'll go to sleep. I'll have my hoodie on, I'll have my sunglasses on. And I'm finally sitting down. I went through the security, which is the worst part here. I'm over, as you know. Get through the security, finally get through, put your crap back on. They're checking your bag. You're like, it's a wrestling belt. You can clearly see it's a wrestling belt. So waving around, taking pictures with everybody. Give me back. You get it back. You finally get to the plane. You get your ass on the plane. You sit down. And you finally go, finally, I'm going to sleep. You close your eyes. You go to sleep. They're shaking you like crazy. And you go, oh, sir, you're aware you're in an exit row. No, I'm not wearing them an exit row. <laughs> it, just, it just says exit everywhere. Yeah. So were you willing to help? Yes, I'll save the goddamn day. No. <laughs> if the plane goes down, I will purposefully not open this door so we can all die, myself yeah. included. Yes, sir, make sure. Sir, sir, sir. The seatbelt signs on. Make sure you get a seatbelt. Oh, thank you. We'll be 30,000 feet. The seatbelt save my life. <laughs> He's Drew Galloway. He joins us on Jobbing Out. Drew, you're just a, you know, you're you're only 30 years old. You've had half your life spent in this business. Is it weird sometimes to go into a locker room? It'll be guys around your same age or so, but you have twice as much, more than twice as much experience as anybody in there. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I'm sure I come across that way. A lot of people think I'm a lot older, older than I am. Like, I'm a grizzled young vet, so... Saying that uh, Luke Gallows coins, <laughs> that's uh, the, the group of us, we're all a similar age, but people think that we're a lot older than we actually are. Like Gallows is only a year or two older than myself, but you think he's in his early 40s. We've just been around for, for so long, and I debuted on TV when I was 22. I would WWE just got to America, um, and now we'll go back to Scotland. And just when I left the British scene, there was like nothing going on. There was about four companies, there was one TV show which was called Irish Fit Wrestling. The big feud was me versus Sheamus, and my faction was um, the guy that wrestled in NXT, Martin Luis, and Wade Barrett. We were the foreign legion against big Irish champion Sheamus. And finally, I dethroned him after a two, uh, he was on the feed for two years, and we won the title. And there's about four companies, as I say, I go away, I come back. The scene's on fire. There's so many good workers now. It's probably, you know, uh, the American scene's amazing. You know, the crowds aren't quite there yet everywhere. But back home in the UK, there's like 2,000 people, 3,000 people. We just broke the record for the biggest gate in British wrestling 34 years in November there. with myself versus Gradle. We sold out over 4,000 paid. The scene is absolutely on fire. When all those people see me coming back, they're like, oh, here's Drew, the first ever guy from Scotland to make it to America. He's done all these things. Like, they've been talking to me sometimes. It's cool, but they come up calling me sir. And I was 29, I remember that point. I was looking at the one guy who was calling me sir and the way he was talking to me. And I asked my buddy, who's standing there, Jester, I said, what age is this guy? It's 38. I was like, okay, man, I'm 30 years old. You're 38 years old. Please don't call me sir. Yeah, I'll tell you some advice, but don't talk to me like I'm an old man. I feel like an old man. People talk to me like an old man. That is funny. Drew, you know, when people think of you, obviously, they think about, you know, the, the you being the chosen one and Vince putting the label on you and all that sort of stuff. Are, being removed from it now. Looking back on that, was that a good thing for you or a bad thing for you? Because I, I bet there's an argument that goes either way. Like, it was good to get the attention. It was bad that people kind of judged you against that. But, like, being removed from it now, can you look back on it and sort of figure out whether or not that was a good thing or a bad thing for you in your career? And also, how much heat did you get backstage? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you can look at the both, both, both sides of it. And when it comes to the heat thing, like, it's a different world now in WWE. Back when uh, I was first... There was still kind of the old guard. A lot of the old guys were a little bit bitter. Uh, and when I got that opportunity, there was still a few left. And I, I was a bit naive. I'd been in wrestling at that point for about eight years. And I should have known better, I guess. But I thought everyone was being my friend. And 
you know, five cents, anything the wrong way, and suddenly you get you get hit for sneezing sometimes. Like now is a great system. Obviously NXT you get carried over, you get helped up to the roster. But back then it was a little bit different. But I would say 100. percent I wouldn't change the character. Like it's never been done. Vince has never endorsed anyone publicly on TV like that. He never will again. You know, you can't. I don't know. You could let a 40, 50 year career something that big doesn't happen. Like I'll always have that. And luckily I've been fortunate enough to. Uh, considering everything that happened, they end up in the position I'm in now, and he was right, I am a world champion, and you never know what the future holds, but my goal is not to go anywhere anytime soon, like I'm doing a good thing right now, like WWE will always be fine, WWE doesn't need anybody, John Cena's the one man that can make a difference in WWE, the, the name tells everything, but for right now, I'm a guy in a position, fortunately, that I can go to that company and make a difference, and that means the world to me that I can help professional wrestling in any possible way that I can. I wouldn't change a thing about it. I kind of wish we stuck with it a bit longer because we were getting there. But, you know, that's wrestling. And one day, if I ever end up back there, there's a storyline that would be a big, big money storyline. Yeah. Vince promised his kids the world will go the footage. He built up that hand, expired him, and he took over the world. Now he's back. Like, there's, like, money storylines there. But that's not something I'm looking at anything soon. And one day, you never know. But right now, I'm in the position I need to be in right now. And it's a pretty cool place to be. You know, I think a lot of people, when you were eventually uh, given your release, it kind of expected you to be bitter just because you had kind of been dealt a raw hand there, but you didn't. You kept going. What kept you going instead of, you know, kind of hanging around being bitter, as we see some people do, just kind of go out there and be intent on uh, just doing your thing? Uh, well, first off, I thank everybody for, you know, uh, the reaction that they had, I guess, and also everyone stuck with me the whole way. Like, uh, I mean, kind of forced me to get the social media. I'm glad they did now. It's a big part of big part of wrestling, a big part of keeping up date where you are and all the traveling I do. Everyone could come along with the ride. But, you know, they can urge me to get to Twitter and whatever. And when I did, I saw the, the outpouring of support constantly, and I've always appreciated that my fans have always stuck with me. That's something like uh, Bret Hart and I are friends. It's crazy. It's my favorite wrestler of all time. My buddy's not. And he would say, you know, about you know, sticking with your, your fans, your, your fan base, the loyal and they'll always stick with you no matter what. And they have. They've stuck with me and uh, really do. Everything that was going on, they spoke for me, and then after the, all, the way I looked at it was, you know, there's no claim for negativity. Let's get positive, and Amen. I do believe, like Jericho, and I spoke about as well, you know, the cream will always rise to the top. You've got the ability, um, and you've got the love for it, the drive for it. You'll get there. Sometimes it might take longer, sometimes things will happen to prevent you getting there quicker, be it someone else's fault, your own fault, or a combination. But no matter what, if you don't give up and keep driving, uh, you're eventually going to get there. Uh, that's the way I always looked at it, and the fan base was so loyal, stuck with me. We kept growing, more people got to see what I could really do, and we kept growing, 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 and I can't thank my fans enough for being so loyal, so passionate, so damn loud <laughs> everywhere I go. And, uh, yeah, just worked my ass off, and here we are, and I'm nowhere near finished, the way I look at it. I'm so jealous that we can't get you and Grado in a match here, because, oh my god, it would just be the biggest, most over-the-top thing on the effing planet for, like, I did not know about Grado until a few months ago, and the first time I saw all of that, I said, holy God, that would be the greatest thing ever if it existed. Like, if people in our country knew about it, it would just be the biggest thing in the world. What's it like when you are in that, the electricity? I, ICW, what's ICW yeah, like? Yeah, right? That, that's become one of our uh, pas- pet passions oh, yeah. around here. Yeah, it's crazy. As I said, like, the British scene growing and getting bigger and um, just been night and day. I was the first ever ICW champion. We had like 50 people at that show. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what year that was. But uh, I was basically like 12, 13 years ago. Uh, we had about 50 people, maybe a push. 
and I made my comeback there at a surprise return. If you're not seeing it, please check it out. It's my pipe on promo, the, 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 the coolest thing I've ever done, returned to Scotland. The lights went out, came on. I was in the ring three weeks after we got from WWE. Hey, please check it out. But it was sold out, 1,500 people, and I just looked around. You see my legit reaction where I look around and go, oh, my God, this has gotten different. People were crying <laughs> in the crowd and stuff. It was wild. And like I say, we just uh, kept going for bigger venues. We tried to sell out the Glasgow Barrowlands. When I made my return with myself against the champion, Jack Jester, the Barrowlands is like a historic Scottish venue. 2,000 people. David Bowie's played there. Rolling Stones have played there. Um, the gang, I pretty much anything you can think of in the Marvel genre of music. It's a story place in Scotland. We sold that out about two months in advance with only me and the title match announced. And then we aimed bigger. We went for the 4,000 seater in the place that WWE used to do it, myself and Grado, main event. Um, we sold it out. Again, the biggest gate in 34 years of British wrestling. We're like, what are we going to do now? Now we're going for the Hydro in November, 13,000 seats. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd recommend everybody, if you're into something different, something with the old ECW kind of feel with the crowds and matches. To check out ICW and there's myself versus Grado, there's matches on there on YouTube. Just type in Oxford Brugalli v. Grado. We got a full match from England. It was one we did in England. And just to see his entrance is just a show of his own. And they just keep singing his song. We can't even lock up. But I was still a good guy there. It's just unreal. And then uh, the one we had at the big show with the 4,000 people. And that was you know, a very special match where I uh, dropped the belt in. I guess something else if you get an opportunity to watch that. That atmosphere when I came back, Nick Foley was there as the enforcer. Once we got to the back, his, his mind was blown. So he couldn't comprehend what he was seeing. He thought it was just another indie show. Wow. He was another guy I'm friends with. And he was just like, Drew, what is going on here? <laughs> he's also obviously said a lot of really nice things about me. I love like, so many of my peers. This, I live in fantasy world right now. When I've got some people like that I respect so much, saying such nice things about my work and stuff. It makes one of them. Kurt Angle, after I wrestled him. Like some of the stuff he said, I would never repeat, but I was just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, this is unreal. Bret Hart's always you know, spoke up for me. It's just my fans and you know, my peers and the people I respect. It's, it's weird. It's always the guys I like admired when I was a kid are the ones that are, are saying these things. It's just it's cool that we, we obviously think very similar and they see passion because they have so much of it themselves. Dude, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, we can't wait for next Friday, man. Like, seriously, we are geeked up. It's going to be an incredible – the whole card is phenomenal. What Evolve's doing right now is really, really special. It'll be there next Friday at the MSW Arena. You can follow Drew on Twitter, at Galloway Speaks. Uh, what else can we plug for you? Website? Do you have, a, like, a, a T-shirt thing? Anything that we can do for you? Um, yeah, pro wrestling tees. You can get my, get my shirt over there. Um, but basically, if you go on my, my Twitter – I Galloway Speaks it has the list of all my, my different different gimmicks of Facebook and the Instagram, etc. But Facebook, I think, is Galloway1314, but it's all on my, my Twitter there. Facebook's one I'd recommend okay. checking out so you can follow my adventure. They have that new Facebook Live thing, and I started this new gimmick. So I'm taking the, the TNA title across the world, defending it, that I'll go live when I do my entrance and stuff so people can come along for the journey. I started that. Probably a month ago at an ICW show, you can see the old videos on there, and like every day, like the hits were like 10,000, 12,000 for like a matter of 30 minutes or something. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is something I can take everyone on the adventure. That was the goal all along. It was mostly through Twitter and just telling people. Now I can take them through video on the Facebook and my adventures across the world. So come join me. That's I'm awesome. Already starting this adventure. Come join me, and you can be as tired as me just by watching it. <laughs> <laughs> And not to, and not drunk because we just don't have time to do that anymore. <laughs> Too old for yeah, that stuff. Wish I had time for that. Hey, I was gonna kill you. The second I turned twenty-seven years old, my life was over. <laughs> Dude, anymore. I'm thirty-two now. If I have two beers, I just want to go to sleep. Like, just let me yeah. get to a bed somewhere. Yeah, WrestleMania was rough for me at twenty-nine. Oh <laughs> man. 
Hey, Drew, seriously, this was awesome, man. We can't wait to see you next Friday night. We're going to try to come say hello beforehand as well. And, and, no, no, and no, please come grab me, say hello. And like uh, about that. you've already said, they've all passed the greatest memory talent, you know, for high flyers, technical wrestlers, brawlers, like, like combination of everybody. It's just a fantastic, fantastic roster. And you're going to get a show of a lifetime. And you never know what's going to happen. Like, nobody even sending all sorts of people there, so you don't know who you're going to get. I think Queens on the second day might be sold out. And myself and Ethan Page was a really good up-and-comer. So that's going to be some match. Uh, as I mentioned, I turned heel in Johnny Gargano. Check out that promo it's on the Internet. I said a few things. Reference to WWE, which is got people talking. So uh, it's a cool spot to be in that I can do that right now and get people talking and be different, be outside the box. So check out that promo before you all come along. So i got the Ethan Page match and then the big match with Johnny Gargano. Last year at WrestleMania weekend, it was probably the, the best match I've had. It's been gone from WWE with the Evolve title versus his Dragon Gate title, and I was fortunate enough to win both the titles. It was probably the best match I've had. Now we've got a lot of a lot of steam, a lot of heat going into this match. It's a Gallagher-Gano part two in Queens, and it's going to be a hell of a show like overall. So please come along, check it out, and I guarantee the show of a lifetime. Awesome, man. Hey, Drew, really appreciate you doing this, dude. Continued success to you, man. We're so glad that you're kicking ass. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you. I'm off to Atlanta. Very cool, man. That, that was awesome. Dude, he was really, really cool. Um, a guy that I think everybody, like when Vince said what he said, we all saw the same stuff. You know what I mean? Like we I all. Mean, he had the look. He yeah, had absolutely. The um, I think that they just put a lot of heat on him because it's Vince. You know what I mean? Like, well, now Vince, we do this, this is the same, what AJ talks about all the time with Roman Reigns. That the moment you appear to be the golden boy, all of a sudden, Everybody hates you. It's yeah. just the way that works. Now, it was to a lesser degree because Drew McIntyre wasn't at the top of the card. He was, you know, he was, a, frankly, he was a mid-carder at that point. So it's not the extent that you get the heat that Roman Reigns gets now to this day, but it it has its benefits. Yeah. It has its benefits. It has its privileges. He'll always be the guy that Vince singled out, right? Like, he'll always be that guy, but at the time, he was the guy that Vince singled out. And so... It just sort of works that way. But now he's kicking ass. He's he's really look good. And I do think it's interesting. It's really interesting how Vince only picks guys that actually have, like, legitimate <laughs> It's crazy how that works. It is weird it? that way. No, what I was going to say is I do think the Evolve thing is really interesting because they're clearly working hand-in-hand hand with WWE Evolve is. Yeah. And what Drew pointed out is, like, everybody thought, well, Drew obviously can't be a part of that. Well, no, he's been a part of it just fine, and he's working with – Guys that are working in yes. WWE. Like, Evolve right now is, you know, I don't think, just because of the resources available, it's never going to become, you know, where Ring of Honor is, but it's, it's almost become an independent all-star at this point, like all-star organization sure. at this point. It's pulling people from everywhere. Uh, you know, you're, you're seeing it just with it. You got guys from TNA, NXT, Shikara. Uh, I don't know if any of the AAA guys are coming, but I know they show up sometimes. Like, they're just pulling guys from everywhere and putting on fantastic shows you know the show in dallas wrestling wise you know i think nxt was number one that show in dallas the wwn show was probably number two as far as just pure wrestling top to bottom it was well, fantastic. I'm, dude i'm stoked I, I really am and i don't get stoked for a lot of indie stuff and aaron tries to drag me out to things and i'm like i don't know man you're you're too nerdy for you know like but I'm actually really stoked for this one, and I uh, can't wait to be there next Friday night in Joppa. What is the? Where do people go to get their tickets for Evolve? All right, you go to dgusa.tv. You click on the uh, shop function, and then there's tickets right there. Uh, there uh, might be sold out. They were saying yesterday that uh, 
Front row's already sold out. I think they said second row. There's like only one or two seats left, but they did open up third uh, third row reserved, and they have a bunch of general admission. And um, where are your seats? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Maybe we'll front we'll row, maybe go where row. we want to go. Okay, are you coming? I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah. I mean, we can have the boys night out. You know what I mean? We can go out. We can rip up at that uh, awful bar in that shopping center. There we go. And have about 13 of the three beers that I believe they have on tap. I might be doing a little bit of work, but it can definitely. Look at you. I got to work. AJ AJ and I will get drunk then, okay? Oh, I didn't say I couldn't get drunk. Next day is his birthday. I just need to build it around. Yeah. Valid point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to go. Let's. And I let's, can only hang out for a little bit at his actual birthday party, so we can. Let, uh, let's, uh, let's plan on doing that next Friday. Yeah, let's, all right. I'm, I'm fine. And if with anyone the, wants to come out and, you know. Have some beers with us. Have some birthday beers. My yeah, 26th right. birthday. I'm not as old as you two fucks or. Dude, I'm I, so I, so old. Drew old I can't even I, 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 you old bastard. So, so we like are what, old. what Drew Gallery was lying. saying about hitting 30 and not being able like, this WrestleMania, I realized, oh crap, I can't do this anymore. Dude, I. Okay, so the worst day of my life was the day after my wedding because, like an idiot, we decided to go on the honeymoon the day after. Did you guys do that? We did the day. We did the the two days after. Oh my god, the smartest thing anybody could ever do. <laughs> I got. I like woke up that morning, and especially when you're flying internationally, and like you got to the airport like particularly early. I swear to God, I just wanted to die. Like I just just <laughs> kill me now. I could not lift my head. I'm in like the part where you have to show your passport, right? And you have to like they have to see your face. I could not lift my head. I was incapable. I had to do one of these numbers for a minute. I'm like, I just, dude, give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> just, dude, just hang, just hang on, man. Just, just relax, TSA. Just hang on for a second. Just, just hang on. Okay. <laughs> dude, it was the worst day of my life. Flying hungover sucks. Whereas flying drunk is the greatest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like. I'd fly drunk tomorrow, but flying hungover, I'd rather mm-hmm. be dead than have it. Because flying in itself is the worst experience on the yes. face of the planet. You're doing it hungover, and it's, it's all just all bad. It's yep. all bad. All right, uh, let's switch gears. Appreciate Drew Galloway hopping on. We're not going to do a quick count this week. Um, you know, we touched on the things that I think we needed to touch on news-wise at the top of this week's show. Why is there an ink blot on my... Probably because you're probably oh, because you were hitting the gators. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that? You drew a permanent marker. You traced the G in. I put my hand on top of the Gatorade bottle. So that looks like bottle. you're a Georgetown fan. And now, yeah, it does appear to be like a Georgetown logo right there on my hand. That is the damnedest thing, pal. <laughs> that is the damnedest thing. All right, no quick count this week, but let's get into a top five. Um, you know, this week we were talking about uh, – well, we weren't talking about it, actually. This, this was more last week. No, this kind of came up off the air, is that um, elsewhere in the world of sports, big story this week is that Deflategate is back. Oh, God. Yeah. It's back. Exactly. It's like the McRib. Oh. It's just like the McRib. It comes oh. back. And, um, Why, Lord, are you <laughs> Is John Cena in the match? This. John Cena will win. Don't is ruin it. Don't do that, you son of a bitch. Uh, that was one of mine on my oh, list. Oh, damn. Sorry. God damn it. Uh, Wait, did, thanks. Did you think that was a trope? What? How is it not? <laughs> it really is. Fair enough. All right, I'll get. We we'll didn't say true. We said things. We did. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, the point of this is, son of, oh, I just leave it. I'm moving it to five. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> the point of this is, we. I had a couple ways I wanted to go, but I don't want to get AJ in trouble because he works for the NFL. Like he's yeah. in that league. Roger Goodell is his commissioner, and so you're doing a great job, man. You are. I do not agree with that, but. <laughs> 
Well, I'll be the one. I will not go out of my way to yeah. besmirch him, <laughs> yeah, even though right. I do not think he's doing a great well, job. Well, just let's go easy on it, all right? Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, AJ's got six more drug tests in the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, they can drug test me all the way. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. I mean, I, only think yeah, I, right. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. That's it. Well, well that, and they'll probably test you positive for, like, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But other than and that. And bootios. And bootios. Bootios. But they do make sure I'm not booty. But didn't you see that Pat McAfee, like, made a joke on 420 and got – a drug, te- a random drug test on 421. Didn't, didn't yeah. D'Angelo like, Williams do that or something? Someone did. Somebody yeah. did that. Anyway, um, with that in mind, with with the fact that it just won't die, Deflategate, it just won't die. We got to thinking, what are some things in professional wrestling that just won't die? So that's our top five for this week. All right, things in pro wrestling that just won't die. And I'll start <laughs> because Aaron decided to trample all over See? one of mine. Number five, it wasn't number five originally, but it's number five now, is LOL Cena wins. It ain't dying, dude. Even when Cena loses, somehow he wins, and the internet says, LOL Cena wins. It's just the way it goes. Is John Cena in this match? Yeah, John Cena's win. Is John Cena going to tell me right now he's not winning his reality show on TV that he's not even competing in? He's winning that thing for sure. He's a thousand percent winning it. It's the way that it works. LOL Cena wins was originally my number three, but now it's my number five. Well, it's better number five anyways. Oh, is it? See, I took this as tropes originally, so this is actually making, because I, I just, you know, popped one into my head. And um, my just won't die is the endless back and forth of the big show and what kind of character Oh, he heel is. face turns. He yeah, will big show never turns. stay yeah. something it is more true. than a year. More than a year? How about more than a minute? That's fair. I mean, <laughs> They, didn't they do like a bit when the show went off the air a couple weeks ago where they had him turn heel and back in the span Something of like, that, yeah. like he, the 15 minutes in the post did it on, He definitely yes. did it on a house show at some point. Oh, <laughs> God. It is – although I would kind of be angry at this point if they didn't do that. Like it would just make me mad if they didn't continue that forever. All right, very good. That's your number five. AJ. Um, one thing that I don't understand why it won't ever die is why uh, do we still pretend that – Kane needs to have that hair attached to that mask. It kills me so much. He would literally come out as corporate Kane and not have long hair. He would put a mask on and, then he, and would he would have, have hair. long hair. Yeah. It's a fair question. I hate it so much. (laughs) Why can't he just have a cool mask that goes around further now because he's bald? It's not that crazy of a concept. Clearly the hair is part of the mask. His hair is not what makes Kane a demon. He doesn't have Samson demon hair. I do not believe. It might be. We later later find out it's not the mask that gives him powers. It's It's the hair. It's the hair on the mask. You know, that's actually interesting to think about, right? It's a Samson type of situation. It is, apparently. As it turns out, he's actually quite biblical. The man who is, like, (laughs) built by fire. Well, most demons are mentioned in the Bible. That is true, right? It's an odd storyline. Well, how about that? Um, I like it. I like it. It it fits the bill. My number four is what will never die is that gif of Ric Flair ripping all of his clothes off. (laughs) That will never (laughs) die. Wait, yeah. you're sick of it? No, I'm not. Okay. I didn't, we didn't say we had to be sick oh, okay. of these things. We All just right. said they had to never die. Okay. Okay. Never right. never die. This will never die. It will like never Matt die. It will never die. There, there will be a reason why once a week you think to yourself, you know what, Vic Giff, Giff I haven't shared in a little while? Ric Flair ripping all of his clothes off. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. I don't know what it is that we're obsessed with that one. It's, it's a great We one. are obsessed with it. We cannot leave that Giff alone, and it's my number four. That's a great and one. And it's a gif. Yeah, it's, it's definitely whatever, a gif. I don't, I really don't. It's care. not peanut butter. Fine. Well, it can be both. 
Okay. Uh, mine is one that I... If there was a brand of peanut butter that had Ric Flair stripping naked and, and running across it as the commercial... I would buy it. Thank you. Yes. Done. Very good. Thank there we you. There go. <laughs> Just go should do that. Wow. Yeah. It's a, a really idea. smart idea. Yes. Um, something that will never go away. There will always be wrestlers with some sort of supernatural powers in companies... And they will never use their supernatural powers during matches. Yeah, like, <laughs> it makes no all sense. All of the things that you could possibly you, you do. You have Kane who can control fire, and not once during a match has he ever shot a fireball. It's actually kind of similar to one of mine that would make my number three, so I can come back to it. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, that makes I never understood why Undertaker didn't just lightning bolt everyone. Yeah, correct, yes. everyone. <laughs> and you, you can do it. You can destroy everything here. Just go ahead and do it, and you win. <laughs> It's impressive. Why would you risk a guy jumping 40 feet on top of your body if you could just imagine imagine how awesome that would have been is is when Shane was mid-air, he got struck. (laughs) It's like, apparently you forgot I am literally the Undertaker. Here's a lightning bolt for your worries. All right, number four. This is something that I don't personally hate, but a lot of people do hate. Um Part-time main eventers at WrestleMania. That that's not going. Anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. not going anywhere. That's going not going anywhere. Brock Lesnar's still alive. The Rock is still alive. Oh, but there will always be alive. somebody who can use a there, payday. Yeah. Even if it, oh, John Cena will end up doing oh, it. Oh, John Cena will end up doing yeah. it for sure. Randy Orton will end up doing yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. There's guys for for the rest of our lives. There's going to be guys who only wrestle two, three times a year, but they're going to have one of the biggest spots at Mania, and people are going to bitch and complain. About oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's the way it's going to go forever. <laughs> In fact, I'll yep. be I'll sign up to be the one bitching and complaining <laughs> about it, despite the fact. That I typically enjoy. It. <laughs> uh, my number three is actually somewhat similar to Aaron's, and again, I've adjusted these a little bit. Um, you know, when you're in the authority, you're actually in charge, right? Like, y- you can actually, like, for example, just walk in and say, "If you're the champion and I don't like you, you're, no you're longer not the, the champion, champion anymore." But yet, the authority figures. We could fire you if we really yeah, wanted to. Never do that. Because they don't they, want to lose money. Well, I okay, that's, that's fair. Their business. That's but, like, fair that for makes Austin. sense <laughs> in the Austin Vince McMahon thing. It doesn't make sense, for example, like when your champion is a guy that's not necessarily the guy that's making all the money for you. You know what I mean? Like, True. if you don't like Dolph Ziggler all that much. You can just get rid of Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> True. It's yeah. not going to kill your company to get rid of Dolph Ziggler. You can just say, hey, guy, sorry, it's uh, you're S out of luck here. And it, for whatever reason, they never do it. Can we they, talk about how th- th- Glenn talks about Jack and they did every show? <laughs> well, I was going to put that, that on my list. That will never go but, away. <laughs> but at the same time, he just said S out of luck. Instead well, I mean, of shit out of luck. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you, sometimes I forget when I'm on the radio and I'm not on. You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> You know what? Shut up, you. <laughs> you know, talk about here's a trope I mean, that'll never die: AJ being <laughs> condescending. That's true. You know, my, my number one had to do with the authority figures, but I'll drop it number three. Okay. Just figure, and just the idea of an authority figure in general is so played out at this point, especially a heel authority figure. I there is you. nothing you can do that Vince McMahon didn't do and did better. And yet every well, company, isn't that like sort of like The Simpsons and you know like well that's also like Stone Cold and The Rock and yeah I, well I'm just I'm just like well you wouldn't have a guy coming out in jean shorts with a vest drinking beer either because it wouldn't be as good but every company <laughs> kind of wouldn't mind if they would consider another guy coming <laughs> could out. you imagine if, if that was Cena's new gimmick <laughs> oh God I would actually when love he comes it. back yeah right I would love it I mean yeah but. But um, just there's nothing more to be done. You don't need an authority figure anymore. There's nothing that says you have to have an authority figure in wrestling. Yet you'll at this point just the Pandora's box is open. You will never get rid of that anymore, right. and it's frustrating. Um, my number three, we will see 
guarantee, and if we don't, I will buy a round of drinks for everyone here. All right. We will guarantee see it on Sunday at Payback in Chicago. CM Punk chants are going nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. never It'll go- be forever. They're never going away. Yep. Ever. I thought it was starting to go away when people started to, like, revolt and boo when they heard the same. But in Chicago, it, it's going to happen. Well, it's definitely going to happen in Chicago. And it's going to happen in Chicago forever. There's no question yep. about that. And at some point, CM Punk may actually end up in a UFC fight. And when he does, it'll give some other crowd an excuse for why they're going to chant CM Punk for some reason. Uh, my number two is one that I bitched about a couple weeks ago on this show that I'm a little bit worried perhaps might die. <laughs> and it, it, it can't die. I have to know, I have to know that when you get kicked out of the arena, you will be coming back for the main event of the night. I have to know that. If I can't, what can I believe in if I can't believe in that? What is left? What is left for me to understand and appreciate and accept will always be there for me if a man that gets kicked out of the arena stays kicked out of the arena? Yeah, that was, that was yep. crazy. It's, it was one of the lowest moments of my entire fandom as a professional wrestling fan. I'm like, wait, wait, he kept, wait, wait, wait. Did they forget to air that part or something? Like, where's the part where Kevin Owens comes back? He got kicked out. That means he has to come back. That's and buy how it, it works. And oddly enough, buy a ticket. Like, like you would, yes. you would think that somebody would just invite him back in. Like, hey, Kev, a big fan. Why don't you come in and watch with me? He still has to buy a ticket. Also odd. They can always get front row seats. That's really amazing. <laughs> you know I what I mean? Don't, like, I mean, I would even, think, even at a sold out show, somehow, they find a way mid-show to get a front row seat. It's crazy, yeah. right? Like, I would think that if, if you, AJ, knew, like the rest of us maybe can't always uh, live in that tax bracket, but if you knew that there was a front row seat available for a certain show, you would just purchase it. Correct. But yet, somehow, some way, they always have two or one front row seat that's unsold. And why do they always have popcorn when they come down? It's all, also it's all, interesting. Always go with popcorn. Never also any other snack. Like, I would enjoy a nice soft pretzel myself. I just don't, Nachos. Think, I, I yeah. just don't think hot dogs are PG. Yeah, I mean, it would be a little what about bit. nachos? Nachos I could get away with. Yeah, but it's definitely like the high school nachos. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's with definitely. the soggy cheese sauce. Yeah, it's I don't definitely. mind that sometimes, though. Ugh. Sometimes I get in the mood for it. Not that's always. Right. Not usually. All right, that's my number two. Um, well, one thing you can count on. If you can't count on a guy coming back in, you yes. can count a guy in the heat of battle, in the middle of the match. They could be in throwing fists at one another. But if another person's music plays, they will stop everything <laughs> and turn to the ramp. What? They cannot prevent themselves from doing that. It will always happen till the dawn time. No one will ever figure out how to avoid the call of the sirens there. And they will uh, turn around and stop their match no matter what they're doing if someone else's music plays. Unless it's Roman Reigns. When the other music hit, he turned around, looked, and then kicked out of a finisher and won himself. Well, they could still win, but they will stop briefly. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, at least a brief, a brief pause. Yes, yes. Oh, hey, there's something else happening. All right, fair enough. My number two. Yes. It does. It happens every single episode of Raw. Happens every pay per view. I don't know how nobody's gotten to it yet. But as a tag team wrestler, if you've been consistently beating the shit out of one guy on the team who's usually smaller than the other guy that's not in the ring. How do you continue to let him tag that person in to cost you the match? It does seem to be a, a, a poor decision. How? Yeah. yeah, right. How at that how? moment? How? <laughs> how? 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 How at that moment does the person on the team that's been kicking the guy's ass not say, forget tagging me in the match. I'm going to run in the ring and grab this guy and throw him back in our corner, and then you can tag me in. You know, I... <laughs> 
It's a really fair question. How does this happen? I've, I don't know the answer, unfortunately. <laughs> and I don't know that we're ever going to get an answer, pal. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just don't think it's coming. Also, kind of related, but unrelated. Why do people con- continually fall on the second rope during a Rey Mysterio match? <laughs> <laughs> It happens no other time. You don't know what's coming. At, at, at least they figured it out with Del Rio. I'm just going to let go, not let you stomp on yeah, me right. from the top rope. All right. My number one is 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 kind of two different ones, but you'll understand. Because my my number one, A, is Kevin Nash's quad letting him down. <laughs> and my number one, B, is us figuring out a way to make fun of Kevin Nash's quads in every week of this show. <laughs> We do it every week. Oh, poor Kevin Somehow Nash. Somehow figure out a way to do that. Every, by the way, he looks amazing, doesn't yeah, he? Does. Like, oh my God, it's he, absurd. He looks like Adonis. Yeah, right? But we will still figure out a way every week on this show to work in a Kevin Nash quad joke into the top five somehow, some way. Kevin Nash's quad is the most over thing yeah, in this show. So <laughs> Which one of them, when we finally get Kevin Nash on the show, who's going to Oh, I'll the, bring it up immediately. Oh, I, who's going to have the balls to make a joke with him on the show? Oh, See, oh you, okay. Because I'll ask him about it. But Kevin, how angry are you at the Lord? Kevin, why do your quads never let you get over? It? Yeah, right. <laughs> I would do that. I have no problem doing yeah. that, right? And if he hangs up on us, then we at least got a good joke in. <laughs> we can still air the thing on the show. We just do it at the very end of the. Interview. He is coming to MCW. By I know, the way. Him and Scott. Yeah, that is the Jimmy Show as well. Correct. I think we might have to set this up. <laughs> Aaron, I gotta get going, so. Yeah, um, mine is the idea, and this will never go away, it doesn't matter what happens, the idea that if you're wearing a ref shirt, all of a sudden, you can't hear things unless you can see them. That is and true. all of a sudden, it the doesn't matter if you're... 80,000 jump- <laughs> people are reacting to something. <laughs> but I gotta get this guy back in the corner. <laughs> yeah. If I hear a clear chair shot, but you know what? <laughs> I, yeah, right. the, and, and the other thing, it doesn't matter if you're John Cena wearing this ref shirt, if you're touched while wearing a ref shirt, you're, you're, you're out. It's true. You're out it for five true. minutes. Literally. And that will never, ever go away yeah, as long I'm, as wrestling exists. I'm kind of happy. It'll never go away, <laughs> to tell you the truth. My number one, and it'll never go away, which is why I hope there's a change coming soon, but I'm not positive about it. Fans will never stop booing Roman Reigns. <laughs> Until he turns heel. In which case he also- Until he turns as a face. He will oh, never no, not be booed. No question. And it's it's just terrible. I feel so bad for him, but that's just the it's, way It's the way it is. No doubt about that. All right. Um, there you go. That's our top five for this week. Thanks to uh, – oh, you know, let's first start with plugs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, AJ, you're on Twitter, of course. AJ Francis 410. And do me a favor and plug Miggs' show again. Oh, uh, Steve Miggs. He is KISW. Yep, ninety nine nine ninety nine nine in Seattle. Um, I don't live in Seattle currently, so I can't listen. But if I did, shout out my buddy Migs. Uh, he does a great show. He, yeah, he does the Migs cast, Migs cast, and the Mega cast. He has some good podcasts that he does. He's just a great all around guy in person in general. Um, he's bald, so that makes him even more awesome because you know <laughs> us bald guys gotta stick together. Fuck you, people with hair. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, very good, uh, Aaron. You are on Twitter. The AOster. We are on Twitter. Jobbing Out Show. Our email is? Jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. And what's coming up at Rolling Stone and the Baltimore Sun? Uh, first, if you didn't see it, go check out my interview with Katrina from Lucha Underground. Went up on Rolling Stone last week, so check that one out. I got my payback preview uh, for the Baltimore Sun. And then I'm going to be doing some stuff with Evolve for Rolling Stone in the uh, next few weeks, so make sure to keep your eye out for that. All right, very good. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio and... Uh, you can go to glennclarkradio.com to find out more about my show during the week. 
Thanks to Drew Galloway. Uh, go check out Evolve next Friday night at MCW Arena. Again, the website is dgusa.tv. Yes. Correct. That's how you get your tickets for Evolve. And next. check it up at Book It Gabe to, for, to right. follow Gabe Zabolski. He'll have all the details up there. We will be at Jimmy's Famous Seafood on Sunday night for Payback, playing trivia, hanging out, eating delicious food, watching Payback afterwards. Uh, come join us. Bring a team. If you just want to come by yourself, we might be willing to throw you on our team. But you have to buy to get on our team. You have to buy three of us a drink. I think that's a pretty fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's a pretty fair compromise. Yeah. Just buy us a drink. That's, we're not asking for that. But even much. if you don't want to sit with us, come up, say hey. We want to. We want to be able. Well, to why would you want? If you wouldn't want to sit with us, and I don't know if I want you there to tell you the truth. Like, what the hell's wrong with you that you wouldn't want to sit with us? I guess if you bring your own team and you want to sit with them, I guess that's fine. What are we talking about? Anyway? What did I already told you? Glenn's an asshole. Well, wait a second. Do you really want if, if people don't want to sit with us? Do we really want them to come out and hang out with us? Yeah. Yes. Why? So that what's I wrong have, with us? So that they don't want to sit with us. There's nothing wrong with us, but sometimes people want to, you know, be on their own. They want to beat us. I, I have no problem with competitive. I, I just said, if you bring your own team, that's fine. So it's, it's fine. One guy wants to beat all three of us. He's more than entitled. to Well, beat. then yeah, you're just gonna get your ass kicked and enjoy <laughs> it. That's the way it's gonna go. All right. So uh, for Drew Galloway. For Jimmy's, for Aaron, and of course for the main event. AJ Francis, I am Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out!